This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Chelsea Football Fan Cast. I am Stanford Chidge, and this, of course, because I forgot, is a show that is fuelled by Guinness. It certainly was on Saturday night, blimey. Uh, it is also powered by celery, my favourite vegetable. And it is a show that no longer likes or even approves of the magic of the FA Cup. Yes, indeed. Uh, tonight's show is the Chelsea Football Fan Cast. Shocking, which is the only way to describe everything about Saturday as I alluded to, including my uh, post-match beer session in the rows afterwards, but never mind. Now, like me, you are all probably still reeling from what was arguably our worst ever FA Cup defeat on Saturday. Let's be honest, we were thumped by a Division 3 side, having led 2-0. Uh, to paraphrase a recent uh, horrible uh, chant by away fans, Jose's right, his team was shite. Uh, conceding four goals without reply was indeed a disgrace and they should be ashamed, as should Jose. After all, he picked the B team. Uh, but anyway, hopefully the additional rest that going out of the cup means will enable us to bring home the Premier League and the Champions League this year. And of course, we get the chance to set matters completely right and straight tomorrow by sealing a visit to Wembley by beating the Mickey Mouses. And I, for one, am looking forward to that. But before all of that, we have a show to do. And we have the lovely Sophie Rose, the test daily to my Bruce Forsyth. Thank you. You sure? Hello, everyone. Hi. You're a bit, you're a bit, you're, yeah, you're a bit gobsmacked by that. You weren't expecting that, were you? Where, where, I don't know where that came from. I don't know. From they my strange mind. Yeah. I have a very strange mind. Well, well she is I'm a Northern. It's a compliment. Everyone. It is a compliment mm. to you, not for me, obviously. And to you. I yeah. don't want to be compared to Bruce Forsyth. Bruce is like the biggest TV legend ever. Is he a love legend? Yep. <laughs> so anyway, Sophie, enough of my stupidity. Because yes. remember, we got t- I got told off about that last week, you and did, I know, indeed. I know, I know who and where you are. By the way, 
Yes. Uh, so who have we got uh, on the show tonight? Sophie. Well, we have me. We know that. <laughs> Move on. I Nothing joking. to see here. Um, we have Dr. Mark. Yes, Dr. Mark. Well. Good evening. Hey. How are you? Love this man. I'm very well. I love I'm, this I'm man. very well. Actually. Good. We've missed yeah. you. We've missed you greatly. Oh. Then we have Charlie Skillen, who Hello. also writes for Mail Online. Charlie Skillen, Charlie Skillen on the mail. Thanks very much. Thank you. Oh, that's a new like one. It. No, it's not. It's my, my old and original chart. It's Charlie. Very, yeah, it's very good. Yeah. And then we have Dan Silver. Evening all. Hi, hey. Good to see you, Dan. <laughs> and we have a guest this week all the way from Brazil. From where in Brazil? Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo. It's Felipe. Felipe Maia. Felipe! Well Hi. Hello, Hi. Felipe. Right, for, those, for those that don't know, uh, like Sophie, mm. uh, Felipe used to uh, come along to Putney Station when we used to record the show down there, and he used to come and, and enjoy the show with us. So we've known Felipe for a long time. It's really lovely to see him here. Now, we've kind of got like half semi-benches this week. We do. We have half. I like it. Quite, I quite like it, though. I like it. I like it. It's more cosy. It is, isn't it? Um, now, if you, wanted, if you want to be on the benches, people who are not here but would like to be here, what do they have to do, Sophie? You can, uh, well, you can tweet me if you want at Chelsea Fancast. You can do that. Um, or you can email us at chelseafancast at gmail.com. Um, that's it, really, is isn't that it? it? Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. Pretty much uh, it. Uh, but this evening, if you would like to interact with me, you can, you can tweet us, as I just said. Um, and you can listen in on Mixler, which lovely. is... If I remember correctly, mixer.com slash Chelsea fancast. Very good. It's exactly what it says here, Sophie. You're brilliant. Yes. I don't uh, know why I'm looking at your script rather than mine. I don't mine. know. You look at your own script. God. It's my script. I'm back to normal now. Anyway, enough. <laughs> On the show tonight, uh, we will be kicking off with the ratings, or is it the rantings for the Bradford match? I'm not quite sure. Uh, and then we'll be asking what went wrong, was it the worst FA Cup defeat in our history, and are there any positives to take from it? After all of that, we'll be looking back at last week's first leg, Capital one cup semi-final against Liverpool and looking forward to the second leg tomorrow night which is going to be a cracker and uh, we'll be asking was it a, ta a tactical master plan or did we get away with it uh, and after more comments about the Chelsea supporters we'll be asking what is Jose Mourinho up to hmm. he's not hmm. the special one he's a very very naughty boy hold on a minute that's what you think well that's what I think yeah uh, and of course, after all of that, Sophie, yes. I can tell you for a fact, this is a chidge fact, there is no Chelsea Chadder stats. And there's a good reason for why, which I will read out later, which means there's more time for what we like to call Sophie's Choice, which is where you're going to be answering questions. What are we going to call the Oscars again? The Oscars? No, the fact that well, there's no fannies. Oh, actually, well done, well reminded. Yes, there are, there are no fannies this week as well. That's another thing, because basically... There's no contenders for Man of the Match. There's no contenders for Guinness moments. There There's no it? contenders there for Man of the Match. There were no chance. There were no chance. There were lots of Guinness moments, but basically I couldn't be bothered. Well, there's nothing to write about, is there, really? Yeah, exactly. It was poor Nothing to see. Move along. Right, anyway, uh, before we get going, how are you all? Because we didn't really do that. We got kind of confused. Oh, well. Are you all right? Well, the worst can be expected what's with, under the circumstances. What's with the Penfold <laughs> glasses, Smart? Uh, because I, like I Well, you know I went on a cruise. The yes. day before I went on the cruise, I lost my glasses. Did you? No. So yesterday, I was clearing my house out because I've got to get everything out of it because we've got builders coming in. Okay. And guess what I found? Uh, my glasses. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to know, I've got one question for you and one question alone. <coughs> Did you actually go down to, to the Craven Cottage to Fulham and nick those off Felix McGath? No. <laughs> I don't believe you. No, because he's not there anymore. Well, I know, yeah, I but I, re say, I reckon he nicked his glasses. And how are you, Charlie? Have you had a good week? Very well. Um, yeah, it was going all right until Saturday. <coughs> you, you had a cracking night last night, I did, you? yeah, it was awesome. Uh, Football Writers Association yeah. gala tribute dinner for yeah. Didier Drogba. Did you, did you say hello to him? I did. What did he say? 
Hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he, he was very nice. He stayed behind, talked to everyone, you know, went around the tables and stuff. Um, Petr Cech was there uh, doing a tribute speech to him, as was Thierry Henry. Um, yeah, it was a really good night. Magic. Savoy, what Black Tie Do. I'm not Jesus. Because he's a football writer. I'm a football writer, so. That'd be why, so. I'm a so I did have a plus one, and I couldn't get a hold of you, so. Mm. Anyway, you, you, you would have invited me, I'm going to remember this. You would have invited me, Charlie, yeah, of course. Of course. Anyway, great to see you too. Dan, great to see yeah. you, mate. Uh, we're off to the match tomorrow. Yeah, indeed. I can't yeah. wait for that. Looking, Looking forward to that. And as always, great to see you uh, on Saturday, Felipe. And you went to see the beautiful game after the match, didn't you? Yeah, great band. Great band. You liked it? Yeah, better than the match. Good. Well, yeah, it wouldn't be hard. All right, OK, time to get on with the football. Uh, and it's time to do the ratings for Chelsea versus Bradford. I'm surprised there are ratings. There are, uh, but only because I nicked them from Mark Worrell's ESPN column. Oh, so thank you, are. Marco, for these ratings. And I'm glad I did because they're suitably bad. Mm. Uh, they're also suitably quite... I don't know, I hope you're seeing that at home because we've got a bit of underscan on our TV here. But what do you want to read them out, Soph? I shall do indeed. OK, so these are the ratings for Chelsea versus Bradford. Check five. Christiansen, five, who I actually didn't know before this. Uh, Zuma, four. Proper fan, so. Yeah. Cahill, five. Aspilicueta, five. Mikel, four. Ramirez, five. Salah, five. Oscar, six. Remy, five. Drogba, five. And substitutions, Willian... Um, Hazard and Fabregas all get four each. I hope you noticed that uh, Marco Worrell, in his general intelligence and wisdom, gave Oscar the highest mark, knowing, I know. knowing full well that I would nick them for this show tonight and that you are the world's biggest Oscar fan. I am. But I want to ask a question of these very intelligent people. Uh, I look at Charlie, obviously, and no, no offence, Mark. But uh, did, anyone, no, no taken, did anyone actually have a decent game, Charlie? Uh, no, no, we lost 40 to Bradford after being 2 0 up. No, so nobody put in a performance. I'm, no, I'm surprised there's a 6 in there, to be honest. Funny, funny enough, I, I actually think um, Remy was quite lively in the first half, so if anyone had to get 6, I, I would have given it to him. Mm. Um, but then, you know, he, he fell away in the second half, as the whole team did. Mm. I just thought. I thought the, sa the second half performance it was, was, a, was abysmal. It was disgraceful. They, they come out like they were 4 0 up, and they were only 2 1 up. I mean, it, the was, other, it was pathetic. I mean, the other, I mean, to be fair, I mean, it's interesting, actually, I think it's Ken Barkway made a very interesting comment on Twitter today, and he said it wasn't so much that it was just, you know, each individual performed really badly, it's actually just the team unit didn't work. And, mm. and I remember when I, when the, the first note I wrote uh, about the match, because, you know, I have to write notes because I'm senile and I don't remember anything about the game. You've got a memory like a note. It's actually because I get so bad afterwards, Guinness. I just forget mm. the game. It's all but about the, the Guinness. The, yeah, it's all about the Guinness, Sophie. But I, I, I actually forgot. You, you, you've got to come and do a game with me, won't they? You I do. I know, but I'm it. always busy at the games because, you know. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so the first note that I wrote down was um, he's picked the B team and they're playing mm. like they've never played together before. And I think that's, I kept thinking, what Ken meant. But apart from all that, who are the worst defenders in your book, Smart? I don't think anyone particularly good. I mean, I've I got wouldn't, wouldn't like Cahill, Salah and Mikel written down. And that's because I've got photographs of them. Best defenders. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I thought Cahill had a shocking game because he well, was supposed to be leading the back. Mikel strolled about like he normally does. At least, at least um, Ramirez was, was running up and down a bit mm. like, like he does. That's what he does. He's I the Jurassic bunny. Mm. But um, he doesn't mark people and he lets no. them run through but, and score. But right from the kickoff, it looked like a scratch team. It looked like it did, they'd, they'd never mm. met each other. It looked like they'd never met And it was a scratch yeah. team and they played like a scratch team. And even at 2 0 up, they still looked like a scratch team. They looked flaky. Mm. Dan, what do you reckon? I personally thought Drogba was really poor. I was quite Ooh, surprised yes. he lasted the game. My, my view was, apart from that shot he had in the first half, really poor. Would have brought Remy up forward and brought on another winger. I thought Drogba was probably our worst player. I, 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 mm. Yeah, I, I can't remember if I'm going to talk about that in part two, he says, looking down here. On, well, I mean, I don't care, for the risk of repeating yeah. myself. I mean, what I was going to say about Drogba, Dan, was that 
um, it reminded me of his first performance of the season. And he was, mm. he was awful. He looked yeah. about 150 yards off the pace for the entire match. He looked like he was 73, not 37 or whatever mm -hmm. he is. And, and what, what occurred to me was that this, and, and actually, as we remember, he then played a few games and he started looking really good. Yeah. You know, but the, he, he's like an old, an old car. He, he, he needs a few miles on the clock, I think, in, in terms of match sharpness and match fitness to play at an effective level. You can't not play him for maybe you know, a month or two months, yeah. and then expect him to just turn it on. He no. can't. He's, he's just he's too old no. for that. It, he's still, and he did it a couple of times in the game, he can still hold the ball up all day once he actually gets it in, in the opposing mm. penalty area. He can hold the ball up all day, stick mm. his foot on it, and no one's going to take it off him. But his first touch was dreadful. It was. His first touch was further than I can kick But it. it's match sharpness, Smart. Yeah. I'm convinced of it, but there you go. Um, before we go to a break, I'm also going to say Salah, I thought. I mean, a lot of people are saying he had a decent game. I, I don't think. I think he's just not good enough. But he ran about a bit. Indeed, indeed. Anyway, um, we are going to be carrying, uh, there you go, there's little Mo Salah doing the first of 73 stepovers where he didn't move mm. the ball. I remember that, actually. <laughs> very yes, vividly. That, that's right. That's right yeah, he was appalling. He was appalling. I'm sorry. I, I, just, I'm, I, don't, I don't want to be like a real miserable, uh, I said something very bad, a miserable yeah. person tonight. Yeah. I'm going to try and avoid that. But in a minute, after this little break, we're going to be carrying on talking about the Bradford game. We will see you in a moment. The only place for Chelsea fans. Footballfancast.com. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to Chidge and the Boys on the Chelsea Football Fancast. Total nutters and proper Chelsea. Hello, I am Stanford Chidge. This is the Chelsea Football Fancast. This is the lovely Sophie Rose. Hello, everyone. And I'm Stanfordshire, and I'm very lucky, because I get to sit next to her every week. It should not be allowed. <laughs> I'm so lucky. You're really good-looking. Oh, for goodness sake, Sophie. You'll make me blush. You will make me blush. And you'll make them laugh. What's <laughs> <laughs> the point? Because they are, they are Charlie Skillen. Hello. Charlie Skillen from the Mail, the lovely Dr. Mart. Dr. Mart, you see my hand there, there you go. Dr. Mart. He, Dr. Mart is a Werther's original. He was an original <laughs> founding member of the Chelsea Fancast all nearly seven years ago. God, was like, it's, yeah, when, when we like first yesterday. did those podcasts, Felipe didn't have a beard. He hasn't had a shave since. So we've got Felipe from Brazil, we've got the lovely Dan Silver with us tonight. And I'm already feeling slightly better than I did uh, uh, thanks to that blooming uh, Bradford game. I'm actually beginning to smile again. It's always been therapeutic doing yes, this after a terrible result. Yes. I was I'm, actually, to be fair, I, you know, I, I didn't get the right raving hump at all because, no. well, I, I got to the bar uh, in the rows and I was just about to get a pint, which I really needed. And LBC phoned me up to do an interview, so I did an interview with them, and I had to get my head together to like not rant or say anything mm. naughty, and I managed to do that. I did get the hump. I got, I got yeah. the well hump. Mm. But that's, I had, that's why no, I went home. Well, I, mean, I, I did well, chores. Have done. You I did have chores. Done. That's my point. I, I, I basically went into the pub and got absolutely battered with some <laughs> lovely people. Uh, Jason Candy turned up. Uh, Mr. CFC away was mm. there. Uh, Blue Baby Teresa was there. Nilesy mm. was there. Milhaven Curse. John Fleming. Uh, Felipe was there, and, and basically I got absolutely battered. So that's how you deal with adversity? Yeah, that's how I deal with defeat. <laughs> when the going gets tough, the tough get drunk, in this case. Anyway, Sophie, yes. should we carry on with the football? Let's, Would please, you like let's. To? We could talk about Sophie's dream, 
<laughs> Should we save that for later? I had a good dream last evening, yes. <laughs> Sadly, it didn't involve me. So, no, no, we, I'm we, just we, trying we, to think we can when we... a little contest here. We can get pe people to... Uh, yeah, actually, great to, idea. To, 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 to message us in on, on Mixler or whatever, to guess what Sophie's dream yeah, was about. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Guess, what, guess what my dream was about, and, and then later it? on in Sophie's Choice, at the very start of the, the chapter of my, uh, my section... Is that even a word? Your slot. slot. Uh, yes, the start of my segment. slot. Yes, at the start of my segment, I shall Probably then reveal kinder. what my dream was last <laughs> night, and I was very, very, very disappointed when I woke up and realised it wasn't real. Okay, so anyway, so write in to tell us what you think Sophie's dream was about, who yes. it involved, and we may reveal the truth later, <laughs> or I may just lie and make it up. <laughs> no. I'd, ba I'd back that one, up. to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about some football, so? Let's talk All about right. some football. So, anyway, my first point, my point of order, uh, is that, as I, I alluded to a minute ago, I mean, he basically, you know, picked the B team. Uh, but the bottom line is, guys, you know, the B team should have been good enough to beat Bradford City from the third division in yes. old money. Yes. The third division, Charlie! Any 11 people picked by Chelsea Football Club should, should be, be able to shouldn't they? They're Bradford. all international players. Yeah, it was, it was pathetic, really. And I think, I think it's, it shows quite a little confidence Mourinho's got in anyone beyond his beyond his first 11 or 12. I, I want to get into that yeah. later on with the whole squad depth thing. I, I, yeah. I think you've got a point there. Yeah. And, and it answers a few questions yeah. that mm. we, I'd like to get into later. But, I, I mean, you know, it's very interesting, isn't it, actually, before these matches that you get a lot of supporters going on saying, oh, you've got to pick the youth, it's only the cup, it's only the oh, you've got to pick the youth, <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. But it's an interesting thing, because he picked, he picked Christensen and Zuma. Yeah. Uh, but none of the other kids. He didn't put Aki on, or Loftus Cheek, I think, was on the bench. Yeah. He didn't put them on. Um, there's two schools of thought here. I, I wonder if he'd have picked more youth when the, if they'd have done a better job, actually, because they might have been more up for it and, and less, I don't know, mentally free, I think. Is well, the, if he'd is picked the, the whole under 21 team, they probably would have done better than that. But you know what I mean? What I'm saying is that because he so obviously had picked the B mm. team, he picked every player that he clearly doesn't like or trust or have any faith in. Or, or just doesn't consider good enough for the first team. Mm. And they knew it. And they played like it. You know, they played with no confidence. They didn't, they didn't well, play I agree. like they, they believed that the manager had faith in I th them. I think the problem was, it, it was almost a full B team that he put out. It was, wasn't it? If he'd just changed four or five players, they would still have had the, the cohesion that they regularly have well, and the leadership. That's what they lacked. And he's done that for most of the season, yeah. actually. He's mixed it up a bit more. Not much. And don't forget that most of the big the Premiership games, for example, um, he's, he's stuck to the same 12 or 13 players. So these lot have, have been sitting on the bench or, or, or even not in the squad, don't forget. They haven't played much. I mean, he, he, he did comment um, after the match, I think, uh, he said that he'd pretty much done the same for, for the Watford game. But I, I said, Dan, we were. I, I, can you remember for me? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I seem to remember I mean, that. I think the team was stronger for the Watford, Watford. Yeah. Watford. No, no, we beat them 4 0, Smart. Watford, you you clearly like, don't remember. It was really close for about. Well, no, it was just Yeah, no, mate, mate, we were all over him. Yeah. At the end, was, we were. I, I was so comfortable during that match, I spent most of it talking to Dan and not actually watching. So, you know. You know, I think. I mean, to be honest, starting Christensen in a home game is, you know, is, is pretty, pretty advanced for Mourinho in terms of youth. I, I think the, the problem was he got, he got absolutely no protection. I think playing even more youth players and looking to supposed senior players like Kael, Mikel and Ramirez to jolly them along and kind of protect them, which clearly didn't happen in Christensen's case. I mean, Christensen, possibly through no fault of his own, ended up having quite a poor game. 
Um, he did. But, 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 you know, he's but I think in, they, in I that think situation when, you know, if, usually if we bring a youth defender in or something, he, he'll, have, he'll have Terry to tell him exactly what to do. Exactly. As, as a senior player, yeah. as the senior player in the defence, Cale should have stepped up, really. Yeah. And <sighs> I, I, I think it's easy to make Cale a scapegoat. I don't like, I don't like making him scapegoat for the hell of it because he, is, he has, you know, been a really good servant to Chelsea. But, you know, as a senior member of that defence, he should have stepped up, organised Zuma and Christensen in particular. Mm. There was none of that. Zuma ended up having a terrible game. Uh, and if um, he hadn't, Peter Cech should have done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. quite. What, what do you think, Soph? What, what do you, what's your view on this? <clears throat> I mean, you know, would we, better, would we <laughs> be know, better off just playing the kids rather than playing, you know, what was obviously the, 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 you know, the dirt track is the B team, the ones that Mourinho just doesn't fancy? Well, do you know, I don't think... I think <clears throat> I think Mourinho was trying to put across a message because I think, you know, the, the stars watching Sky, Sky News and everything and seeing what they thought and everything. And, you know, when some players expect that they're going to win, so they don't play as well. I felt like it was even further than that. They just thought, there's no way we're going to lose this. Mm. And that, yeah. was, that was the main, that was the main mm -hmm. problem there. And secondly, Mourinho has spent the last year building a team. He's finally got his set team. But actually, no matter, we've got international players on the bench who should be able to... I don't, they should should have been able to win that game comfortably. Well, hang on a minute, Soph. Every every the that, the eleven that he fielded. Mm. I mean, Zuma and Christensen are actually under twenty one internationals. Yeah. Every player was an international, yeah. and four of that team have won the Champions League. With well, exactly, yeah. and that's and I think, I mean, I don't I don't honestly know what went. when I went when I watched the uh, highlights. I didn't even go to looking at the midfield or the up front because the defence was just so it so was, bad. Mm. And when you do have Chuck and Cahill in there, and I'm not I'm not I'm not. I don't, don't necessarily hate Cahill at all. You need to be able to... He should be setting an example and showing the players mm, exactly. how to play. Yeah. And To be honest, if, if anything, I was looking at him more than anyone else, mm. thinking, what are you doing? So it was just, it was just a case of uh, we just did not perform to our standard and it's a shame, really, because mm. we're not going to win trophies if we play like that. But Cahill's not that kind of personality, is he? Well, I, you know, I mean... I, I, Here's the thing, Smart. I'm really worried about Cahill. Cahill was getting a right old coating. Dear old Rory, your mate Rory. Yeah. Your mate Rory. Yeah. Everyone's, Everyone's mate Rory. Rory. We're all yeah. mates of Rory. Hi, love Rory. Him. Actually, no, yeah. in a serious vein. I mean, were you doing your fan cams on Saturday? Well, no. We, we had a bit of a, a problemo. Did you? And then um, after, I got a couple done, but, you know, to be honest, the, the atmosphere at the bridge, it was really... People were walking mm. out. They weren't even... It wasn't that they were quiet. Everyone mm. was just... Shell-shocked. Everyone was angry, but not in a, like if you've I lost against Spurs shot. or something like that. It was angry as in how how is how, how did that in a League yeah. One team? Mm. I was yeah. actually, you know, I mean, I said on, on funnily enough on LBC, and I do I do the interview with them pretty much every week after the match, and so I, you know, they know who I am. Ian knows what I'm like, and I'm, you know, as we all know, I'm, I'm quite gobby or mm. loquacious. If it's you been prefer. noticed. Loquacious, I prefer. And, and I said, Ian, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually, I actually, you know, I'm actually speechless tonight. Yeah. I'm speechless. I mean, I, I, really, I don't yeah. know what to say yeah. about that. I want to say a, things, a few things about Joseph later, but I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll get to we'll, that we'll anyway. Do now, well, I was going to ask you, Smart mm. Cahill. You see, I'm kind of, you know, that's it. Rory, Rory yeah. coated Gary Cale off massively on a, one of his little videos for the Chelsea mm -hmm. fans channel of the week. And I, and I find it really painful. I, I really like Gary Cahill. I desperately want Gary Cahill to be the heir apparent to JT. I've seen Gary Cahill perform brilliantly. I, I will never forget his performance in the Champions League where he was a that monster. That goal against Spurs was amazing. You know, there, there is so much to want to like about Gary Cahill to see him. Cause, but I'm beginning to think, you know what? He might, not, he might just not be good enough. You know, it's not... Gary Cahill sometimes makes some errors... That. It's not like he has uh, 
a series of bad games or he's just okay, mm -hmm. he makes some errors that others like Terry or Ashley Cole would not have made. Mm. Um, and, and I just you, think you can only do one of those as a defender. Yeah, you, you can't do too many scores, of them, so. and then otherwise... Well, JT makes mistakes, but he's almost untouchable in terms of criticism. Mm. He um, makes very few mistakes. Very few mistakes. Mm -hmm. I know, very few. But I, th I think Cahill needs to come at the firing line for a couple of games. You don't become because a bad player. Uh, he's night. had a shocking season, he's just to be fair, hasn't he? He has. He got whacked on the head in two successive games. He's never been the same since. I don't think he's been the same since. I agree with you. Is that a confidence thing? Yeah. I mean, but unlike I Torres, he got worked on the head and suddenly oh, had a blinder. Vastly improved, yeah. yeah. Well, it's hard to be Pele. Well, <laughs> what did he say? They told him he was Pele when he woke up. No, you know, in, you know New Year's Day, I just do. before the game, we were all saying behind, oh, no, they're never going to get through um, Ivanovic and Cahill. They were the two we were saying, got, we've, they've been really good. And I just mm -hmm. think since New Year's Day, he hasn't been the same. That's, mm. that's my opinion, because before that, I couldn't have... That there were some great, great performances mm. that he put in. So whatever's happened since then, I don't know. And obviously, when you're getting... He will know about the criticism, that's all they mm -hmm. do. So. Just tell me... Sorry, Charlie, you're going to say? I, I don't think he's there, apparently, John Terry. Well, not long anymore. term. I don't think long he's term going I'm, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of his, and I appreciate what he's done for the club, and I, I don't want him to leave at all. Yeah. I think what he's great at is, you know... You know, like on the run to Munich, or even you know the back end of last season where we were playing two banks before part of the bus, whatever you want to call it. He's, he's great in a defensive team. When you're, you know, 95% of games this season, at least for now, mm. Chelsea are looking to be the team with the initiative. He's not, he's not the he's not the ideal player to have when you're playing that expansively. He can't bring he get, the ball out because he gets caught. I think his positioning's I, a bit oh, suspect. Over, overall, though, I was going to be really harsh. I'd say he's a he's a good Premier League defender. Mm. A very, you know, very good Premier League defender, but Chelsea are a continental side who, who are looking to be one so. of the top four or five in Europe. I, I don't think that he's up to the level of the rest of the team. And I, I think, well, not, not even up to the level of the rest of the team, I think most positions we've got someone that you could categorically say, you know, he's one of the best in Europe in that position. And I don't think Gary Cale Well, is. here we go. I mean, the reality of it is, Charlie, is that when you've got a manager like Jose Mourinho in charge... He, he, he won't settle for second best. So if he, yeah. if, he, if he thinks Gary's not up to it, he'll be gone and somebody will come yeah. in. But Don't he has played that, him. That Mourinho, that Mourinho dropped Cahill and put Zuma mm -hmm. in for one yeah. of the Premiership yeah. games. He doesn't think Zuma's there. ready, though, does he? No, no but, 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 as, as he Zuma's fine if he's got JT next yeah. to him. Yeah. All right, chaps, uh, let's move it on a, a second. Um, why, you know, what went wrong? Was it, was it complacency? Was it that we were not good enough on the day? I mean, was it arrogance, no fight, desire? What was it? It was all of the I'm four. Just thinking yeah, back. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Hold on, hold on. One of you. I'm just thinking back. There's a precedent here to making wholesale changes to the team. And that was Shrewsbury away when he put out a, a, a massively changed team, he did. didn't he? Mm -hmm. And that struggled. That, but that, was a, that was a different kettle of fish. They weren't, they weren't a bad team. I thought tactically Shrewsbury set up really, really well. Mm -hmm. Uh, they played decent football. That pitch was horrible. It mm -hmm. was freezing, rainy, and horrible. It was a really hot. That was a, that was a classic, you know, big cl uh, cub club banana skin way to yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought that actually Aki played very well that night, and mm. I thought Droga got us out of yeah. the poo. So, so what did yeah. Aki yeah. play? Well, that's a very good question. Yeah. I think uh, bring Fabregas on to me was a, was a real bizarre decision when you had Ake on the bench, obviously Mikel had to go off because he was injured. Yeah. And I, th I think actually those three you picked out, Cahill obviously we talked about, S Salah and Mikel, neither, I, I thought they both had appalling games. But yeah. to pick those three out when two of those went off at when Chelsea were winning the game you know, is, yeah. is odd. It is. Um, yeah. But, I mean... It's that was why I rolled, Charlie. I know, you, well, you're a bit of an odd man. I am. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I, I think bringing Fabregas on, it, it wasn't a Fabregas game, it was a kick-and-rush game. 
Brad, Bradfield being really physical, it was a kick and rush game. And, you know, because because of the lack of anyone in the field, it was almost like a basketball game. That's why Bradford mm. managed to score four goals. Bringing Fabregas on to sit deep and kind of scheme when he had space. He didn't have any space, didn't have any time. I thought bringing him on instead of Ake sort of was, right was bizarre. Do you know what, Charlie? I mean, I, I actually thought I thought it was desperate, the substitutions. I mean, yeah. I, Ken, Ken Barlow. Was. Ken Barlow. Ken, <laughs> I have no idea where that came from. I have no idea where that came from. I've never even watched Corey. because uh, Deirdre died. Ken Barkway, my great pal on Twitter, he made another good point. I mean, he said, and I think he sits uh, in the family section, so he's quite near to the to the dugout. Yeah. And he said, normally when Chelsea make substitutions, Joe, Jose and Steve Holland are talking about it, making yeah. notes, and they're preparing them. He said that on Saturday, they just threw them on. It was just yeah. like, boom, <coughs> off they went. And then to end up with a formation where Zuma's like, Playing and centre forward, you kind of know. You know, I know. I know Jose's <laughs> just a bit of a genius tactically, and I know he likes to take a bit of a risk. But that's a bit mental. Sorry. I, well, especially when Zuma missed a sitter. It is. You know, I thought when they when they kind of thought finally someone's going to, but it was obviously so. It was obviously beyond the wreckage before. Mm. That even if he did try and bring them on, then it's mm. too little, too late to be honest. But I will say this and one thing, and this is my last word on it: when you start playing. Promise? Yes, when you start the game playing Mikel, we do not win. And I don't care what anybody says. No, he is not. You can't say that. He you is can't not. He say is that. not. He, no, no. He's not the start. No, no, listen, listen. I love it when he comes on because I think he's one of the only people that say we're playing against Barcelona and we win. He wants, he wants to shut, you know, keep the game as it is. Great, bring him on. Jose obviously loves him to keep him in the team. Jose would just get rid of him if he thought he was rubbish. But when we start with him... And I just don't, it doesn't, doesn't end well. Uh, do you know what? I've never so had you down as one sorry. of Mikel's yeah. right. To be really honest, Sophie. I love and, him, and I Felipe, just don't Felipe want him to loves Mikel. He's, he's on my side here. But I mean, <laughs> every <laughs> time. Oh no, shut up. The thing is, it's far too easy to sit there and, and blame Mikel. I'm not blaming him, no, I'm just no, saying no, that's what happens. A lot of people do, Sophie. A lot of people do. It's far too simple to sit there and blame Mikel or one player. Uh, I think actually the reality is you have to look at the whole team. I'm not. I said it was. I said it was awful. You have to look at the whole. Hang on. But what did I say before? Go on then. My turn. Go on then. Uh, you have to look at the whole team on Saturday, and mm. that that was a dreadful team performance. Right. And what did I say at the start? You said that. I expect. I said. I said. I walked, before I even went to the midfield and the strikers. I said the defending yeah, yeah. was absolutely horrendous. But I mean, you know, you defend, before I even you get to you that, you defend from the front, and we didn't do mm. that. And the midfield were absolutely. Well, I mean, McKellar, look, McKellar it was, look we're, we're, all, we're all just in shock. It was a bad, it was a bad team for us. There was, there was, was no organisation front to front. Very quickly, no, we, we no, touched, Charlie touched on this a minute ago, and I, I want to spend the last three minutes talking about this. And uh, I think it's, it's interesting, actually. I mean, I, I wrote this before Jose came out with these comments, and I said, now we know why Jose doesn't like to rotate. And he actually said in, a, in an interview, uh, now you know why I don't mm -hmm. retain. And, I mean, ha what I'm really saying about this is that we, it looks like we might have an issue with squad depth. How, how much of a problem is this, Charlie? Are we, are we worried about this going forward? Uh, yeah, I am, certainly. Okay. Well, I'd, expand. I'd, I, don't, I'd, I don't think the squad's deep enough. I mean, actually, we're already out of, I was going to say, you know, at the end of the season, hopefully we'll be in all the competitions. Obviously, that's not going to happen now. Um, I honestly think it's, it's one of the best teams... One of the best starting 11s that we've ever had under the Abramovich era, or ever, really. I honestly think it's one of the worst squad. It's one of the worst kind of... Weakest squads. It's one of the weakest squads that we've had in the Abramovich really? era. Yeah, I do. I, no, do you know what? I Jeremy? just think... Do you know what I think? No, I, I actually answered... He's a decent player. I actually answered tweets on this, um, and I mentioned Jeremy. Mm. I mentioned people like Jeremy and Belletti and Kalu. You can never, ever, and, ever, and ever... So ever. It, was, it was Joe <coughs> Tweed who asked, you know, this is one of the yeah. worst squad depths. And I answered saying... 
Yes, it is. You always have players. I mean, J Jeremy. Jeremy did a good job. Yeah, for but you Chelsea. can't. You can't ever we, say anything better with Jeremy because Jeremy, yeah. Jeremy. If <laughs> Damien, Damien Duff, Duff don't, yeah, we'll yeah, bring yeah. in Jeremy. Yeah. Oi. Well, precisely. God. But what? you know, I, what? I, I'm not. I don't think he trusts anyone. I don't think he's got a, a Jeremy to come in and do a job that's going to play ten games a year. I, I don't think he's got even. I think Ramirez is all right. I, I, I like Ramirez, and, and apart from that, actually, you know, funny enough, when he scored his second goal, I was like, that, sorry, when he scored the second goal, that was sort of vintage Ramirez, where he yeah, tackled it, ran great. straight through, one, two, and then finished. And it, it was a great goal. Unfortunately, like you say, he, he didn't offer any sort of protection, and he didn't. He he was part of the problem in terms of organisation through the well, whole side. I, I don't think that Ramirez but, is a defensive midfielder. No, and I come up, he, never understand why he ends up playing. I think I can sorry, I can only agree with, to, with Charlie up to a point there, um, because I think if you take any, that's fine. If you take any two or three of those players and put them into into Jose's regular starting eleven, and they can fit in and they won't disrupt it at all. But mm. if you put nine of them in, yeah, that's a good point. Too many changes. Yeah. They yeah. haven't played as a team. They're, I mean, they're not a team. Think, they sit on the bench. I think, to be honest, even do you remember we were talking about the naughty step a couple of weeks ago? Why were you putting me on it? No, I'm putting you on it. I'm not putting Chid on the naughty step. No, because I'm naughty. I think do you know, and I, I reckon I, I just I sense this from Jose Mourinho's post-match interview. He said, "Everyone says I, I don't, you know, I don't give them a chance. I don't give them a chance. So I, I put them on, and, and this is what happens. And it, that is what happens. And yep. unfortunately." I don't think it's up to Jose to now, because we, it's too late, we can't change our whole right. team now. Mm -hmm. Okay, we've got to, we've got to go to a break, we can carry this on straight afterwards. We shall see you in about a nanosecond and we'll be talking more off. Bradford versus, oh Chelsea versus Bradford even, whatever. Real fans, real opinions. Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Oh, yes! Good evening, all. This is the Chelsea Football Fancast. I am Stanford Chidge, and this is Sophie Rose. Hi. And the lovely people, <laughs> when we go to the wide shot, are going to be Dr. Mart, Charlie Skiller, and the lovely Felipe from Brazil. And my mate mm. and benefactor and general sponsor for matchday tickets, <laughs> Mr. Dan Silver. I should be sitting next to Dan tomorrow night, giving it large. Isn't that right, Dan? Um, Absolutely. I was going to say where I'm sitting. Where are you sitting? No, I'm not no, no. you'll be guys. there. Yeah, you? I'll, be you'll be there. there. You'll be there. I'll be there. Now, look, we, just before we went to the break, uh, you you were in full flow, and I had to stop you. So I you, was. you want to carry on where, where you what left off? What was I saying, Charlie? <laughs> it's completely gone from my mind. You were saying about the squad depth. Oh, I was saying, yes, this is it. I don't think now, I think now, to be honest, it's too late to change our B team. We can't, we mm. can't, we can't suddenly get no. six different players in. Right. So they are going to have to seriously work on themselves, not just Josie telling them what to do. They're going to need to seriously work on themselves to, to, to sort it out. And they need to be players that come on. Drogba, Remy, Ramirez, to be honest, I think are all players that, yeah, you're not going to make nine changes to the team, but they can come on. They just mm -hmm. need, you know... You know what, I've heard, I've heard a little bit of a rumbling, sorry to cut across you, Charlie, I've heard a little bit of a rumbling that a lot of the, you know, the B players, the mm. players who are not getting a game regularly, are getting a bit chuffed because they're not getting game time. Mm. And actually it occurred to me, you know, like I said, that point with Drogba, you mm. can actually apply to quite a lot of them. If you don't play for two or three months, you Absolutely. suddenly get called upon. You know, it's hard, it's yeah, hard. Charlie, just, just, just answer that one. Tough. I, you know, I, th I think, I've, I've said on the show before, Chelsea are not in a position 
to give players runs in the side. If you're if you're not in that first eleven, when you do come in, we you know we've seen it in games this season. You know, <coughs> like Shrewsbury and Sporting mm. Lisbon and ga- games like that. We've seen it. You know, and Scherler and S- or Salah have come in, and they've you know they've not taken that opportunity. So it's you know it's just tough. But can I just say I know it's tough for players mm. to come on after they haven't been playing for three months or whatever. But mm. I, I bet you any money, every single one of those players that came out onto that pitch thought will win this evening. Oh, totally. No matter what. There wasn't yeah. any There wasn't anything. There wasn't any um, totally. fight or thinking, right, I have yeah. to perform really well. They thought, yeah, I've got to prove myself, but we're gonna win this anyway. That yeah. is, and that's that is fifty percent of the reason yeah. we lost. It, okay. it was it was awful. And I, I th- you know, Sophie says you can't change, you know, the B team, but you can certainly change those options. Mm. You know, I mean, well, in this month of course, you know, w- w- we'd report, you know, Quadrado seems quite close and if not Quadrado then this Douglas Costa you know, that, I mean, that should. Are we, that just, should are we just on some mission to buy every player in, in the world who's called Costa? Costa, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I wasn't, I, I wasn't a Costa fan when he first came as well. And I just have to say that I do really love you. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> I no, do I really love you. I don't think it's every player called Costa. I think just the ones called D Costa. D Costa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Felipe, uh, you know, this is your first match back at the bridge uh, for a long, 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 long time. And uh, I remember you saying to me before at the CFC UK stall, that you were wearing a top which you last wore when Brazil, your home country in the World Cup finals, you wore that to Brazil versus Germany. And you said to me, and you said to me, oh, Chidge, Chidge, I'm really worried that I'm wearing this top because it's probably bad luck. And I said, no, 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 no. So basically what I'm really saying is, Felipe, it's all your fault. Is that true? Yeah, it's my fault. I'm red alert. Okay. So I just I'm not having that. I'm not having that. Tomorrow, are you coming tomorrow? Oh, no, no. Okay, no. good. Right. I'll be away from the bridge. Right. I'm not having that. I wore, I wore my my uh, previously undefiled uh, Chelsea uh, 2009 Cup final shirt. That's the first Blimey. match that shirt's lost as well. That's the yellow one. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Mm. Yeah, Can I right. ask? I want to ask a question here. Who to? If if we had had well, everyone, if we'd had Costa. At Bradford, do you think he would have made a difference? Yeah, yeah, yes. of course, massively. Because yeah. I asked everyone after that, and I said, "Look, we, I thought from watching it, we missed Costa because even though, even Hat, I know how bad the team was, but I reckon if he was there, it would have been." He scored the one that Zuma missed. Ma- ma- Only Torres would massively. Have missed that. I, I, I think, <laughs> I think we, in fact, I'll go as far as to say we'd probably be looking out for an FA Cup draw right now. Yeah. If Cost was we'd, be, he, we'd he be playing Fulham, in fact. He, yeah, he would have he would have pulled that defence. But you know, it's not just because he's good. It's because Wednesday. he would he would be trying his hardest. He wouldn't be thinking well, this is an easy yeah, game. He just goes for he'd, it. He'd be playing others into the into the side definitely. But you know, having said that, we had a we, we had a tough game. You know, on Tuesday we got a ter- terribly we'll tough game. Talk about that later. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow, yeah. We've, we, you know, and you know, probably the most important game of the rest of the season on Saturday. Costa Hazard. Anyone else is so influential to us. They cannot play every game. I think. I think. Do you know what, so, Charlie? I mean, before we put a line under under that, I I think actually the two biggest misses were Terry and Matic. Yeah, I'd, 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 I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Yeah, spine. Well done. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. I know you've all been you've all been waiting. Sorry, Dan. Go I was going to make a point. I was saying if if we beat Liverpool, we beat City, then suddenly it's not been a bad week, and we knew we're not going to win all four, so something had to go by the wayside. Okay, I think that's a good point. Now, uh, we've been waiting for this. This, this is going to cause a bit of conjecture, I know, but uh, what I want to know is, is this the biggest FA Cup uh, shock defeat, worst defeat in Chelsea's history? Mm. Um, yes. I'd be very interested to hear what you all say, because I've got some really good figures, got, which I'm yeah. now going to hide from you so you can't mm-hmm. see. The football only began in 1992. Yeah. Actually, I, okay, I'll give, you, I'll give <coughs> you a shout. I could only go back as far as 86. Uh, because I, that's, that's a, all the data I could find quickly in the time that I had.
But actually, that's quite a good barometer because in the years between about 74 and 86, we were pretty crap anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> so my figures go back that far. But <laughs> Sophie first, is this the biggest uh, FA Cup, worst FA Cup defeat in your lifetime? So yes. the last 10 years then? Yes, because, okay, I'm, and I'm going to be careful about how I word this. Bradford were really good. I have to say, I thought their performance was really good. However, I feel it's the worst because of how poorly I've watched my team play. Okay, you not just because from of the result. Point of view. Not because That's of the result, because of the performance. It was really, really, really upsetting to be honest to okay. see that that, that happened. Uh, Charlie. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think being at home, our respective at positions. Home. You know, we we are top of the league mm -hmm. as we'd like to sing, um, and Bradford's relative. You know third tier side, Chelsea being 2 nil up as well and and the general mm. performance like so says. I think it's it, it's certainly the worst one in my lifetime. I think, you know, the, uh was it Shrewsbury or Rotherham that we, we got done well, over do, by do, in the eighties. Do you want well I, I can give you a little bit of this I've got I've got I've picked out one, two, three, four, five matches. Mm -hmm. Okay, three of them from the FA Cup. Yeah. Uh two of them from the League Cup. I shall tell mm -hmm. you those after as well if I've heard what you have to say. Yeah. Martin. Uh, is it the worst FA Cup late, late in Orient. In the it was around right about seventy six or seventy seven I think. Uh, and I, yeah, but we I, were, I can't remember if it was League Cup or FA we Cup. Were but, poor but we then. lost two one, mm. and they scored all the goals. Mm. Yeah, that was Leighton, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that we weren't very good then. I mean, you know, and I think it's. It, it, you I, said I, ever? I, no, I'm well, okay. Yeah, but Charlie's down the right channel here mm. because I, I I I think it is okay. Yes. I'll, I'll fess. Well, where's, where's, where's? well, I'll tell you why I think he's right. Mm. Okay, because. Number one, we were at home. Okay, I, I shall. I shall now reveal. I shall because there's another northern team beating with B okay. as well, isn't there? Right. These are these are I think our worst FA Cup defeats. And when when I judge it, I judge it on on where we played and where we were relative to them. Mm. In 1990, we lost away to Bristol City, mm. 3-1. Mm. All right. They were in Division Three. We were in Division One. In fact, we finished fifth that year. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not. Just got promoted. Yeah. Uh, in uh, in 19, um, we actually also lost to Barnsley. I said the England team beginning with B. Four. Mm -hmm. My dad said that as well. Four one in 1988. Another Yorkshire team. But either way, we got a yeah. bit of a stuffing from Barnsley. But actually, they were in the second division then, yeah. and we were in mid table in the first. So mm. the diff, the gap, and we were away, and it's horrible playing at Oakwell Park. So the difference wasn't massive. I think the di you know the Bristol City one was a shocker. We were actually decent then, and they were. They were in uh, Division Three, I think. Uh, I think this is even more horrific in many respects. We lost to Huddersfield at home, 1-0, in 1999. Yeah. Now, OK, they were in Division One or the Championship, so they weren't bad. Mm -hmm. That's um, uh, Steve Bruce was the manager then. But that was Viali's team. We yeah. were in the Champions League that year. You know, so... That's a bit rocky. I think there are two others that a lot of people might remember, but these were League Cup, and I, and I think, you know, we're, we're talking FA Cup here, but just for the sake of argument, we lost 6-3 on aggregate to Scunthorpe away in 88-89. They were in Division 4, we were in Division 2. And, of course, we got promoted that year and came mm. up first. Uh, and this is the one, John Fleming, actually, who I was getting very battered with on Saturday Night in the Rose, he mentioned this as well, but we lost away to Scarborough 3-2 in 89-90 in the League Cup. And we were, of course, in Division 1 and ended up doing quite well that year. And they were in Division 4. So that's pretty horrific. Mm. But, as Charlie said, hang on, safe. Mm. In view of the fact that, one, we were at home. Two, we were top of the league. One of the oh. best, biggest clubs in Europe now. Three, we've got Jose Mourinho as the manager. 
I think you take all of those things into consideration and you look at the fact that Bradford are Division 3, or the third division, call it however you will, for me it has to be the worst FA, well, FA yeah, Cup yeah. defeat. I'd yeah. like to know how many of those matches were actually made nine changes before the game. Well, I don't that? know, Mark. Yeah. Amazingly enough, I don't know, I don't know that. But... It's not usual, is it, to do that? Yeah. And not, I think I'm that was a... I'm, I'm sorry, that was a mistake by Marina. Yeah, I know, but we're not talking I about that. We're talking about, mm. was this the, the worst, most embarrassing FA Cup defeat? I think so. Charlie thinks so. You think so. Yeah? Yeah, I do. And I, but I, I just... I think it's down to the players and not, not doing something. No, I'm not blaming Jose. No, I'm just saying that. If you no, I know, I know it's Jose under him manager, and everything. I know it's under him and everything, but they... You know, they this owe is him a guy who does not lose I know, matches but, like but this. But do you know what? They yeah. owe him an apology because every single they one do. of them came out and they said, they just thought, oh yeah, we're definitely going to win this. And no, you every single match you play, if you want to be in Jose's team, every single match you play, like when Hazard and Matic play and Terry play, they know... No matter who you're playing, you need to put in your best performance, right. and that's yeah. the end of it. Felipe and Dan, what, what you, is, it, is it the worst for you guys? Personally, yes. I think quite possibly one of the biggest shocks in the FA Cup history, not just for Chelsea. Wow. Given the respective positions, mm -hmm. uh, I think... You know, we lost to Barnsley, I think, under Evan Grant as well. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah. For me, that that never really counted no. because I just think we had Grant. Grant. <laughs> if I can make a second point, yeah. since '97 we've had a phenomenal run in the FA Cup. We've won it yeah. six times, two semi-finals, lost a final. It was on the cards. There's going to have to be a, yeah. a mm -hmm. banana skin at some point. But I think personally. Worst, probably the worst defeat in my entire life against Chelsea. Not well, and, and we're at home. We're unbeaten yeah. at home this season. No Mourinho's excuses. manager. You just, you just, it's almost it's, un unthinkable it's that poor, we could do I that. Say. Poor, as Jonathan yeah. would say. Felipe, I would imagine poor. it's probably the worst in your your experience of sporting Chelsea. Yeah, it's, it was the worst, and uh, it felt like I was watching the Brazilian league. You know. Oh <laughs> no. Of course, you're still uh, rebounding from the effects of being beaten by Germany 7-1. I expect. Yeah. <laughs> not, not that I wanted to remind you of that in <laughs> any way. Mm. Well, I, I mean, look, this is it is it is the FA Cup, and I think the fact that City and Tottenham lost that you know this cup is it is full of surprises, and yes. yeah, I know our performance is horrendous. The magic of the cup, so. But you know, I think it's a wake-up call to all teams that the lower league teams, yeah. I don't care whether they're in the conference, they are going to give it a go. You know what we should say, Sophie? Though I mean, mm. we, we should absolutely, and, and I mean, I did this on the radio and the, the LBC interview afterwards, but we should we should be saying fair play to Bradford. I, I thought. Yeah. I thought it was a superb performance. I thought they mm. defended brilliantly. I thought their their finishing was superb. Mm. I mean, every yes. single one of those so goals. That, that, goal, that goal at the end of the first half yeah. was brilliant. I mean, I actually thought Czech was a bit of fault for that, and I saw it on the replay, and I thought, actually, do you know what? He had no chance with that. I thought their tactics were brilliant. I thought Parkinson, is it Michael Parkinson? He's a big fan. Sorry, Phil Parkinson did a great job. And and the other thing we should absolutely Commend. I thought their fans were. Look at that. Look at that picture. They yeah, were, were absolutely yeah, they were superb. Total respect on them. You know, they, they. I mean, you know, I, 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 I actually. After the game, I actually, I they actually, were very friendly after the I game. Actually felt, I actually felt. I don't know about you lot. I, I felt a bit envious mm. watching them because, you know, we've, we've had probably more big nights where it's been mental in the last 10 years than I would have ever believed in the previous 10. I accept mm -hmm. that. We've had nights like this. But there must be something, what we haven't had is one of those nights when we were absolutely rubbish and expected to get absolutely tonked. Not even at Munich, you know. I'm, we have, 
No, because we were still what amongst the elite teams. You, you know, we had a we had we had more than yeah. a you know a, ch a ch or whatever it is chant. You know, what's that, mm. that expression? Fighting chance. Fighters punches chance. You know, we had more than that because we are a good team. We deserve to be there. We yeah. haven't had that situation. Where we've been like a third division team knocking out one of the best teams in the world, and that well, I mean that is unbelievably special. Like we did Liverpool when they were the European champions. Eighty two, yeah. Well, we used to back in the seventies, yeah. but we haven't had that. 80s. And I, I was a bit envious of them, but they were yeah. they were brilliant. So there you go. What, what, would you agree? They deserve I a round of applause. Absolutely agree yeah. with that. I, I can't agree with Sophie though that it was it was all the players' fault and, and Mourinho is in innocent. Is Josie innocent? I don't think he is. No. You know what Malcolm McLaren says. Shares the blame with you all know what Malcolm. No one yeah. is innocent. Collective <laughs> responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. yeah collective but responsibility. I, <coughs> what was I going to say? I don't know, Sophie. What were you going to say? Bradford. Blah 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 blah. Oh, I felt like. Uh, when I was watching Bradford, that they were Chelsea, especially the last goal. I thought that's something <laughs> that we would do. Yeah, yeah. So I just no, they were brilliant. I don't really count the last goal. Oh no, no, no! Oh. It's my phone going. How, how, twice I don't really count. Twice in two weeks. Right? I don't really count the last goal because we because don't forget we had our, one of our central defenders playing up front at that point. Oh, I know. Yeah. So it was always going to happen. Well, I mean, the, yeah. they cut through us like knife through butter. Their mm. counter attacking was fantastic. Killed us on the break when we had no organisation whatsoever. Listen, I must talk about the Bradford fans. Uh, I must I must tell you about this because this this is this is great. Um, I was in the pub afterwards with, with Cundy. Jason Cundy met me for a drink in the Rose pub afterwards. So I'm sitting here, Cundy's sitting there, and all of our mates around are having a few drinks. And these very drunk Bradford fans. You got a picture of them? I don't. I didn't even mm. get their names actually. Have you got the picture of the Bradford fans? There you go. Those, those <laughs> boys, look at them. They've had a good I mean, day, they are they? they are well happy. They've had yeah, a the good one day. on the left. The one on the left comes up to me, and uh, and, he, and he says, Oh oh yeah you know. And you back to me, otherwise the impression doesn't work. Off the phone, thank you. He says, oi, 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 mate, mate, I heard you on t radio earlier and you were being really good about Bradford and, and really being really good about Bradford. And I thought it was fun. I just wanted to say that you were brilliant on TalkSport. And it's a real pleasure to meet you, Jason Cundy. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Cundy sitting next to me. I've got Cundy sitting next to me. And he thought I was Cundy. Cundy's face. And, I mean, and, and we just absolutely lost it. And then everybody around the table we were saying, two Jason Cundys. There's only two Jason Cundys. And it was absolutely. But I thought he meant me, because I'd just yeah. been on the radio. And I was actually being really nice about Bradford. And I thought they deserved it. But that, that was, um, you know, if that had been the salary moment this week, it would have been a shame. But that was very mm. funny. Um, there are some positives to take out. This smart. You know what? Yeah, really Bradford are. fans, I thought, were really. They were really good blokes. I, when I told them my granddad went to Bradford Grammar School before it was Bradford Grammar School, they were really Blimey. impressed with that. No, but there are some positives to take from a Chelsea point of view. I think. I think. I think the fact that we've got less games to play now, and they actually mm. fall before both legs of the PSG no, game. It saved us four games. Think about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. What do you mean? I, to be honest, <laughs> if we had to choose, you know, a cup to miss, it would be in the FA Cup or the League Cup. Still got a chance to win the league. Still got a chance in the Champions League. Still got the league yeah. cup. So. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong, Dan. I I I I'd much rather be in the FA Cup. Oh, totally. but I mean, you know, there is a positive to take out for it. It means that we won't be as knackered before we play PSG. You know, and, that, and, and frankly, you know what, mate? Would you rather win the FA Cup or the Champions League, Dan? Champions League. All well, day there you day. go. I think the other thing that was really nice actually was I thought Jose's. You you mentioned this a minute ago, but Jose's behaviour. Uh, after the match was super. I mean, don't, I, I know the sh handshake was a bit naughty, but he went into the dressing room, uh, the Bradford dressing room, and he, 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 uh, he well, it's probably because some pillock phoned me up, isn't it? Uh, sorry, I'm having a chat with the gallery. I shouldn't do that. I don't quite know how to deal with that, actually. Stop my phone. No, it, it should be fine. Tell him to refresh. It's working on here as far as I'm aware. Yeah, all right. It's because somebody phoned my phone. 
Go away. I'm doing. Don't you know I'm doing a show? <laughs> I'm working. Uh, anyway, what, what was I talking about? Jose. I mean, he was. Um, Incredibly magnanimous after the match, and, and he went into the dressing room and he shook all the players' hands and he congratulated them. You're not, you're, you're not buying this, Charlie. That's not, I'm not buying A lot of the press just, found negatives in that. Just, what? This doesn't cheer me up. Okay, <laughs> no, all right. Well, what about the £25,000 donation to the Bradford Hospital Burns Unit, which yeah, I thought was, was a very nice yeah, good touch. Gesture. Yeah, no. Nice touch. You know? And I'm so yeah, glad good. we didn't sing the Is There a Fire Drill song. That would have been very rude. No. And, I, and we, didn't, we didn't say, and we haven't at all. No, you can't say that, Martin. No, I, 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 I told you. I said I was glad in, we didn't. In the pub on Saturday, <laughs> no. Not even. On a scale of 1 to 10 of Chidge saying really out of order things, that would be off the Richter scale. That's why I said it. But they're not glad we didn't I'm say not even, it. No, shut up. I'm not even giving it any more airtime or credence. <laughs> Careful how I say that. But anyway, I thought the other thing was actually, you know, fair play to us. I mean, normally we were quite a miserable bunch of Herberts after a match, but I thought we were we were very good with the Bradford fans after, and they recognised that. You're not, you don't care either. I was just, I was just fuming on them. Yeah, we're the best behaved supporters. We win. Well, there you go. We're the best behaved supporters. We win. Great day for them. Sort of, well, all the massacre, the cups all yeah. about, but doesn't. Okay. No, it's not really kept me warm at night. Okay. So what? What? Okay, Charlie. What has cheered you up since Saturday then? Meeting Didier Drogba last Meeting night. Meeting Didier yeah. Drogba. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm wondering if we've got enough time for Sophie's dream. Try. <laughs> no, 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 we'll do it later. <laughs> we haven't got enough time. It's in Sophie's Choice. You've still got to get yeah. your... Uh, we'll do it in Sophie's your, Choice. Your uh, guesses in. Okay, who wants the final very quick word on the Bradford-Chelsea game? Horrendous. That's on, one on, word. Onwards, upwards, don't look back. Yeah, I mean, you know, mm. I think Charlie made, it might be Charlie made the point, actually. It was you, it was yeah. you Dan, saying, you know, it, it was inevitable that it was going to happen sooner or later because we've had such a great run in the FA Cup. Um, I, for one, am gutted because I, I, I love going to Wembley for FA Cup final day. It's, yeah. it's, uh, oh. it's, it's oh, no, Wembley. <laughs> it's my favourite, favourite thing. The second only to go to the Blackburn. Anyway, hey, hey, it. look, my brilliant segue. We might have a chance of going to Wembley from tomorrow night, and we're going to be talking all about it after the break. Get in there! Fans, real I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Proper Chelsea. Footballfancast.com. Hello, it's the Chelsea Football Fancast, that well beloved uh, cult. Classic of a football show about Chelsea. You did say that right, did you? I did. I used the L instead of the N. Uh, anyway, uh, I wouldn't want to spell it out to you, obviously. Well, I'm just laughing. Uh, good. I haven't done any. Come on. I th I, okay, right. Sophie, I should ask you. By the way, this is Sophie Rose, uh, who's lovely, and this is Stanford Chidge, who's even lovelier. Um, but um, compared to last week, yes. Okay, is this on a scale of one to ten in silliness? Mm. Where does this show rate? This is literally like a one. Okay, and last what was it last week? Well, last week we had a lot of um, inappropriate sentencing. Did we? Mm. I thought some of the. I got confused with a hammock. You did. You <laughs> that was very a hammock. Yeah. Okay, right. It's the first time I've ever heard it called that. Um, you. Oh. <laughs> Everyone's laughing. I promise everyone, I'm trying to be very, very sensitive. Oh, we can even hear the gallery laughing. Oh. <laughs> you know it's a good one when you can hear that. No, um, and Chidge seemed to be talking about the Swansea manager and rhyming his name with uh, something inappropriate. Cockney rhyming slang for Gary Monk. You work it out. Do the math. <laughs> anyway, should we talk about some more football? Because we're doing quite football. well. We are, I mean, because there's basically, the, I'm, I'm a bit, honestly, I'm a bit aggrieved tonight because somebody's sent us an email, which you will read later, who's mm. basically coated me off for being silly. 
and too much banter. <laughs> Bants and poo housery, and yeah. uh, and I, I've been getting a lot of grief all week actually. Have you? Yeah, mm. I think it's, it's and I'm blaming you and Charlie specifically for this. Since I've got you two on the show, uh, I keep getting tweets saying, "Oh, Sophie and Charlie, they're brilliant. Charlie really knows his football. He's great." <laughs> and who's that idiot who comes out with rubbish and nonsense all the time? That's me. You know, I, I'm, my love, my love is going down. I'm a man without love. Oh. It's all right, don't know. worry. Chiz does work very hard. I'll inform you all. Yeah. We well, had a bit of an off week, and I'm sure. <laughs> oh, it was brilliant! If anything, if anything happens, then I'll make sure that Chiz is on for nine o'clock. Oh, <laughs> I'll tell you what. If you don't like this show, jog on and watch Chelsea TV. All right. If you want, if you want to listen to puerile. Anodyne rubbish, then go there. It's all know. about team selection. Really. If you want silliness and nonsense, you know where to come. All right, now, talking of silliness and nonsense, we are going to talk. I mean, I know Charlie hates doing this, but basically, it was I'd talk about last week's game against Liverpool, which I thought was a cracker, or do the fannies. And you know what? The fannies get no. They get. They got no fans, Charlie. They got no, no fans. Well, what, why do I hate this? Because well, we're going to talk about a game from last week. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. that's true. Yeah, but anyway, fannies, like fannies, I'm, I'm basically now doing what uh, top uh, television executives do in uh, top TV world. And I'm now looking at each part mm. and what, what, how many people watch them. And the fannies are getting no love. There's no love for the fannies. So, I'm, I'm, you know, let's talk more football. All right. So this is a bit of a kind of a sop to the people who actually do like, for some ungodnown reason, actually like us talking about football and actually think that we actually know anything about it, you know. They'll anyway, both be buzzing, won't they? So there we go. So that'll be Charlie. Um, so anyway, <laughs> um, the bottom line, I, do you know what? I mean, seriously, can you remember the Liverpool match last week? I thought, I watched it on the telly because I wasn't there, but mm. I, I thought it was a cracking, cracking game. It was a great cut time. It was a proper, I mean, like two heavyweights, like, yeah. taking big well, I shots. Yeah. I, think, I, th I, think, I think, rather than that, I think we were very good for about half an hour. And then... We, we fell away and we went and there for played, a draw, Charlie. And played into Liverpool's hands, really. I thought it was quite disappointing. But Mourinho. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chidge, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> It's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, but yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. He picked the first 11, didn't he? 
He did, but I mean, I think Martin. I mean, but Rogers didn't. Well, I don't think. Ro you know, who knows? Oh, he's still Who cares? Yeah, he picked Stevie G, didn't he? But I mean, uh, That's what know, I meant. here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing, though. I mean, was it a tactical master plan, or, or did we cling on? Martin, um, you can have a crack at um, that one. Well, I, first, I would say I, I didn't see the game. I only followed it on the internet. Mm. But um, to be. We, we scored the first goal, didn't we? We, we were ahead, mm -hmm. and, 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 and then it, it, well, and then they suddenly we were allowed them to get back into the game again. Okay, they, maybe they put in some massive, huge, <coughs> superhuman effort driven on by the twelfth man around well, the you, ground. Well, you may laugh, you yeah. may, you may. Well, that, that, that's a point in itself. I mean, I, I tell you what, I thought, I thought actually Gerard was their best player, and mm -hmm. I thought the minute he went off, we got into the game. I thought he played really, really well. He was definitely their best player, and the game changed for us. When he went off, and I thought, "Wow, that's that's quite." I, I can't even believe. We couldn't grab I'm not trying to give him any kind of Mourinho-like love and respect here. I'm just calling what I saw, and I thought, "Blimey, you know, mm. fancy having to rely on an OAP to be decent." <laughs> Gosh, kid. No, I thought <laughs> it was all When's right. Sonterry coming back? <laughs> <laughs> or you, or you're, where's your Oasis centre there? Yeah, funny, 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 Mickey Mouse. Nah, you know, I thought it was a plan. What was the plan? The yeah, I'm with you on that. I so. thought it, I thought it was a plan. Um, but I think maybe we underestimated the pace they'd have on the mm -hmm. day. Um, so it they did almost so it, it did they? almost fail. However, we do have a strong team with you know Terry Matic people like that and who aren't gonna let weren't gonna let us lose the game. And I think we're in a really good position now. And I'm just hoping that we uh, instead of having our confidence knocked from Saturday that it's given us a massive boost thinking, right, mm. like, we have to go and do this now, yeah, and absolutely. it's a great day. Mm. Do, do you know what? I, I mean, what I, 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 think, I think the clue, I mean, you should relate to this, considering what you said earlier, but I think the clue is when you've got Mikel starting mm -hmm. as a defensive midfielder as well as Matic, you, you know what, jo I, come on, you know yeah. what Jose's yeah. game plan is. Yeah. You know, and he, and here's the thing, do you know what, you, I mean, I think we, we did this before when we were, I think last season, I think we discussed this, uh, it, for me, it was like a, it was it was the way that Jose always plays a two-legged match. He goes yeah. out in that first day, particularly if he's away from Please home. Shoot. He goes out not to lose. One-one or a nil-nil is the classic Jose Mourinho first leg away from home result, and that, that's what I mean by the tactical master plan. Because he went there not to lose. He went there to to, to maybe sneak a goal. Got the away goal. He, he went there to defend and say, so, "Well, come on then. You know, you you got Liverpool. You've got to win this match. Mm -hmm. And you know what? As it's you, you've got to win it by two or three goals, and you're not going to be able to. And that's kind of what happened. But away goals don't count until after extra time in the cup. Yeah, after right, extra time, time, they do. Yeah. yeah. What, what do you think, Charles? Uh, Charles, where did that come from, Charles? Don't do that twice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I've just been told. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, and he's wearing a Fred Perry jumper, so I know he's Chaz. old. Yeah. Chaz. No, we've got Chaz in the gallery. Um, I think that's been a little bit generous to Mourinho, really. Really? You're not, yeah. not a happy boy, then? I t I'm, you did I was, go up there and get home very late, I so did, you're probably yeah. a bit crabby, Charles. Yeah, um, I think... I don't know, I, I, I think it was quite a poor performance after the first half hour. I think you're, you're right in that, in that Mourinho does do that, but we, you know, I think we showed them a little bit too much respect, I think. I, I, th I think he fell into Rodgers' traps in, in the second half. I think, in fact, you could actually see what Tottenham did to us, which was put Ericsson on our, de our defensive midfield. Matic got pulled everywhere, and Matic and Mikel got pulled everywhere, and then allow Harry Kane to run straight at Cahill, and it was exactly oh, the same. Well, it, was yeah. in the, it was exactly the same with Coutinho um, moving our defensive midfield to wide areas and, and Sterling running at Cahill, which he saw for the goal. Yeah. I think, you know, I'd... 
I don't think we need we needed to play like that against Liverpool. I thought it was, I thought it was quite disappointing after a very very good opening half hour. That said, I'd be massively surprised and obviously massively massively disappointed if we're not booking trips to Wembley. You know what? I mean, that's interesting you say that. I mean, you see, I, I, I laughed my uh, nether regions off. Uh, mm because I thought we were battered for the first 20 minutes and then we get a dodgy penalty and we go 1-0 up and I was, I was, I was in my living room laughing, laughing, mm. laughing because it was very much against the run of play. Uh, I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I agree with you to the extent where I thought, we, I, I think we had, after they scored actually, we had a really good period then when we yeah. really went looking for the goal. Yeah. Um, but, I, you, know, I, do you know, the funny thing is I asked the question, was it a tactical master plan or did we get away with it? I think both, actually. I think, I think, it's, it's, def you know, it's definitely somewhere in the middle. You know, but we did cling on a bit. They, I, could have, they, could have, they could have really come out with a result and we yeah, did get the, away with the, it. The, the, there weren't many on the train home saying that was a tactical master class. From no, Romania, I bet they definitely. But, do you know, I think the fact that we did hold on and we didn't lose the game shows that Liverpool weren't still on at our level. Yeah. Because oh. otherwise they would have beaten us. They're at yeah, home. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, no so no I think we are in a really good position tomorrow, mm. and mm -hmm. I'm I I am going to be there. Yeah. And you know, come on, babes, we really need you to pull together now. I'm sure they will. Read the script, and you'll find out that we're going to talk about that in a minute. Okay. Um, <laughs> what, but one point point in that you I, I absolutely agree with Safe, and, and and I've written this down. You know, my feeling. I'd be interested to hear what the boys on the train said after this, Charlie. But uh, or the or the window leckers bus or whatever it is you came down. <laughs> but anyway, um, Liverpool. You're, you're on the Chelsea special, were you? I was, were you yeah. carriage J firm? Uh, no, no, K carriage K Agro. Okay, yeah. so you, you went with you went with uh, Mr B and all of the usual no, more no, no. carriage J firm. I was, I was with uh, Seb, fan cast yeah. friends. Seb. Okay, because they because you're not allowed to sit in carriage J because you're not old enough. Right. You have to be at least 50 to sit in that carriage. No, uh, but anyway, that's not my point. My yeah. point is this. My point is is that Liverpool, I think, played the best that they absolutely can. Yeah, whereas totally. we were about 70% yeah. of what we were capable yeah. of. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And here's the thing. Liverpool, I can't believe that Liverpool will be able to play to that level again. And we will be better. Yeah, I'm not Stanford Bridge. No. Yeah, exactly. most of all. Fully expect Chelsea to go through. Uh, Saturday notwithstanding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's not be... Look, this is not going to be the same How team that played on Saturday. Yeah, but let's, let's not be too overconfident. I still think if you go into every game knowing that you know there's a possibility that you can lose and that the other team may just be 10, 20 times better than they normally are on a normal day, um, that we will win. And I'm hoping that, you know, I, I don't know, would they, would, they, would they have trained on Sunday? No, I think well, the team that's going to play on Tuesday would have It's a very, really important game for me. I know some people don't really care about the Capital One Cup, but I, love it. I really, everyone loves a trip to Wembley, and besides that, we do need to, there's no reason why we shouldn't be winning it. We're the, we're the best Definitely. team in the Premier League. Listen, I'd like to lose the semi-final to Liverpool. It would again. be awful. Let, I, just want, I want to finish up with that. Let's, let's just go back, go back a bit, please. I, one thing I really want to talk about, um, having really been a, maybe a bit funny about him the other week, but I thought Courtois came of age. Uh, last Tuesday, I thought he had a superb game. Yeah. That save from Gerard, the double mm -hmm. save. That's the save from Lalana. Was I mean, Lalana was that turning was away and celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was that was that was world class. And as I said, I was a bit kind of well, you know, maybe checks, you know. Mm. But I thought Courtois was absolutely superb out of this world. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He made he made some fantastic saves. Mm -hmm. I think, and I, I'd agree with you when I when you say that. Possibly, there's been a little bit of reservation, you know, especially with Czech coming back inside. And, well, the and, five and, he conceded and, against and Tottenham. Doing, yeah, I, I thought he had a shock in the Tottenham game. I mm. thought he could have done better with a few of the goals. Mm. Um, I, you know, my reservations about him are 
you know, if there are any, uh, uh, sometimes I, I sometimes feel like he's he's a bit of a bit of a sh showboat keeper. You know, when they, you know, pull off fantastic save, but also sometimes he'll parry it straight into the six-yard box and to an on-rushing attacker. But I, you know, not you know, it's real nitpicking. He's he's clearly a fantastically talented keeper. Wow. He's very very young for a keeper. Anything in his games mm. can be ironed out, and. I think you know he, you know he showed well, his, it, he showed it, his un unbelievable athleticism and, and, but and it, whatever it else really to make some of those saves. I felt I felt severely put back in my place actually. It reminds me of a young Peter Check. Yeah, actually that's a really good call, yeah. smart. Yeah. But I, I felt very put back in my place because I just thought, wow, he absolutely. I mean, and I was saying the I was saying the other week on the podcast. I mean, particularly after the Tottenham game, I said, you know, look, Peter Check's been bailing us out for years when mm -hmm. we've been having an off night. Mm -hmm. You know, and he's kept us That's in matches. Job. And I said, "That's what great keepers do." And mm -hmm. I don't see, I don't see Courtois doing it. And boom, he plays in that match, and that's exactly what he did. He ke he kept us in that match. Yeah. He was superb. Was um, I'll tell you who else I was really impressed with. Somebody who gets uh, a bit of shellacking normally from my lovely mate, Mr. Mr. CFC away, mm. is Willian. And, and I, I thought Willian, I th his work rate. I'm a fan of Willian. Yeah. I love Willian. He's great. Yeah, Dan. Yeah. I mean, his work rate on, uh, on Tuesday was superb, man. I love Willian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, work rate is all, without a doubt is always there. Final ball is not there. We've had the final ball. We'd have a complete. We'd have another hazard essentially, because his work rate, yeah. his tenacity, his ability to follow instructions is is fantastic. I, I, I think I've really seen an attacking midfielder that tracks back as much as William yeah. does. Yeah. I just thought he, his energy was superb. I mean, I, I agree with you. There was, I thought the lack of penetration in the Liverpool box was uh, a bit sorry. You know, yeah. I mean, we didn't create any chances. We had one shot on target. Yeah, I mean, th th this this is what I meant when I when I th this is. <laughs> I mean, you know, Old Hope would have been spraying it around all over the place. Sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. That's Gary Monk there. No, um, <laughs> I. Uh, th I mean, th this is what I meant when when I was slightly sort of more disappointed than than some other people. Um, you know that I, I don't see Liverpool as a fantastic side. Having oh, said having, having, having said that, Anfield. You know, no matter whether Liverpool are, are first or tenth, Anfield is always one of the toughest places in England to go. It is because so, that famous am atmosphere, mate. Uh, yeah, oh God. Yeah, as, I mean, as, as, as long as you where's as, your famous atmosphere? As, as, as long as you don't get by beat by two or three, you know, I, 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 th I think Sorry, a, a one-all result. Yeah. is... As I say, what sums up Liverpool's best performance of the season was a one-all draw against Chelsea, yeah. or so then or their nil-one loss to Real Madrid. Those yeah, have been their two best yeah, exactly. performances. I mean, look to be fair to Liverpool, I thought they played really, really well. But as I said, that's the best that they can play, and they still yeah. didn't beat us. Yeah. Um, tomorrow night, uh, though, I mean, you know, uh, as we said, now we're out of the FA Cup. Actually, so I think interestingly enough, it, it, it's even more significant because. You know, we love a day out at Wembley. Wouldn't you love? Wouldn't you love to yeah, come out? Wouldn't yeah, you love a day out at Wembley with your uncle Chidge? Wouldn't you but, love that? But you know, I would. I would. But I, I you know, I didn't go Wembley for years. Then I thought, okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get up and go. And it was the <laughs> best day. I mean, did we win? I didn't oh, know we, we got a different background. What happened there? I love oh, it. Yeah. That's, That's almost cool. where I sit. I sit. I sit. No. I, I can't do this. Thank you. What's Which happening? is that hand? That one. Yeah. I love it. I sit there. I sit. About there, around so that's the east end, corner, and that's yeah. the Matty Harding. Uh, that'll be the Matty Harding up. That's gate 17 by my left right shoulder. <laughs> anyway, enough of that. Can we have our normal background back? Because I like our normal background more. Like this background. No, I don't like that one. I love this one. I don't like that one. <coughs> I like that one. That's yeah. much nicer. Thank you. Um, anyway, look, tomorrow night. Um, here, here we go, Charlie. I mean, I, I think. I think for, for me, the key tomorrow is to get an early goal, obviously, but yep. also to defend well. I think that will be a must because Liverpool yeah. have got to win, so they, they're going to come at us. Yeah, the, the impetus is entirely on Liverpool, as you say. You know, as I said before, a one-all result up there 
puts us in a great position, mm. I'll be very shocked if we're not booking a trip to Wembley. I think, you know, we've left ourselves in a good position. Uh, you know, Mourinho, uh, admittedly, it, it won't be anywhere near the same team that played against mm. Bradford, but, you know, going out of two cups in four days is unthinkable for Jose Mourinho. And, you know, it, it just doesn't bear thinking about, especially to Liverpool. Our A team will come through tomorrow, guys. Well, I, I think it'll be a totally yeah. different game. If you can't game. find anyone else, call the A team. I ain't getting on no plane! <laughs> it'll be a totally different yeah. game to the first leg. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Because th this time we can go out and attack, because, because an early goal's going to really help. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, th yeah. I, think, I think we need to really be up and out in the first 10, 15 minutes. Right in their faces, massively quick tempo, try and get that early but goal. But also... Because they've got to score two, really. Mm. But yeah. also, our defending needs to be yeah, exactly. on That's point. I don't... Yeah. I don't yeah. it, it has to be so good tomorrow. Terry needs to get all his players in order. Be, be interesting to see... Can we envisage another 4-4? Oh God! That I nearly, no, no, I nearly soiled oh. myself about seventeen yeah. times that no, night. What a, what a night, night, though! What a that night! Four, four. Yeah. 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 I was there when I, I didn't even live in London by that time, and I somehow I got confused. I was like, yeah. "What's going thrown? on?" But <laughs> it was it was one of those uh, one of the greatest games I've ever been to. But not because I thought it was good, because I was. It was full of happy, then you're sad, then happy, then sad, and then eventually yeah. the that, that, was that, was I don't want another. I don't want another. Was that the F your history? We going to going to Rome. I don't want another Garcia goal semi final. No. I don't want another Old Trafford no. uh, um, mm. Liverpool no. FA Cup semi final. No, exactly. Who's left so we, in it? We've got to win this. Us Liverpool. Spurs. We want Spurs in the yeah, final. Who's, Sheffield, who United. United. Sheffield United. No. So we've got to trust that Spurs will beat them. Well, they're one yeah. up. Yeah, I would love Spurs. We need revenge for two. 2008, which is probably eight, one yes, of. I'm telling you now, it's going to be a Spurs Chelsea final, Mr. Grant. and mm. it's going to be at least an 8 0. That, that's. <laughs> that, that, Joe. That, uh, that, Spurs, that Spurs final is probably one of the worst oh. memories I've ever oh, had as a Chelsea. Awful day. An awful that, day. That and the Barcelona semi. Oh, the Barcelona, yeah. no, the no, Barcelona, we, that, that top Derrifin. Yeah. We, we don't talk about that. We don't. No, I said awful. the C word that night. Did you really? Oh. Well, I said Joe Cole injury time. But the worst <laughs> thing about that game was that it was just awful. Everything about it was awful. Avram Grant, was, was, Grant was the manager. Joe Cole got subbed or didn't start. No, didn't, mm -hmm. And the fans were rubbish. There were fights breaking up between Chelsea yeah. supporters yeah. all day because some of them wanted to sing and get behind the team and the others mm. don't understand that's what you have to do. It was yeah. the worst, one of, probably the worst Chelsea yeah. day I've ever had. It was, it, was, it, it was an awful day. Anyway, I, look, very, very quickly, we've got to wrap this up. Uh, how do you see it going tomorrow? I believe Chelsea will go through. I think Mourinho will look for a mass reaction. I think the potential moral blow of having going out of those cups, especially oh, with Saturday coming I up, think about it. Is, w would be too much to bear. Mm. Mourinho will want this more than anything. He wants a trophy. He actually needs a trophy. Yeah. It you might know, be a different, different side. We will be a different side to the one that lost on Saturday. But it, as John Terry said in an article, it's, it's, the, it, it's a club, the club that lost that. And the club is going to be dangerous because they've just yeah. taken a beating. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to come animals. back it, we won't batter them, but will we? Right, you two boys, very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I echo what the guys have just said. I think it will be big reaction. I think we'll probably end up with a 2-0 win. Good. Felipe? We will beat them. And you're not there, so we've got a chance. Yeah. <laughs> we'll all chance you, Felipe. <laughs> uh, so, you have the final word, my love. What do you think? Um, it will be a Chelsea Spurs final 8-0. Well, we're going to beat Spurs 8-0. 100%. <laughs> that is going to be my day out for the season. I'm going to be so drunk. If we, beat Spurs, <laughs> if we do that, I'll take you to the Bahamas for a holiday. Mate. Okay, everyone. Uh, no, can we go to Dominican Republic? Yeah, no, it's horrible compared to the Bahamas. Yeah, I know a tour guide out there. Seychelles? Uh, if you want to go to the Caribbean, Antigua, St. Lucia. Right, you take me on a Guadalupe. trip. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we've got to go. Whilst uh, uh, Sophie and I plot our uh, Caribbean uh, holiday, uh, we'll see you in a minute uh, after the break. Bye-bye.
For the latest opinions and news, check out the Football Fancast forum and blogs. Read what your fellow fans have to say and join in the banter. Hello, we're back. I'm Stanford Tudor. This is the Chelsea Football Fancast, and I'm joined tonight, as ever, by the lovely Sophie Rose. Hi, everyone. Star of stage, screen, and Chelsea Fans Channel. And this is kind of her moonlighting, really, where she does the Chelsea Fancast. Am I right? I'm not going to. No, I'm not going to even force you into a, what's your favourite one because I should probably go home crying. Uh, but anyway, yeah. it's great to see Sophie as it always is. Uh, particularly when we lost, she kind of cheers me up on a Monday. Now the other mm. people who cheer me up on a Monday are, of course, the lovely Charlie Skillen from the Mail yeah. and Chelsea fans channel as well. And the Chelsea fans channel as well. Is there nothing? I mean, you know, it's nothing sacred. It's nothing. I mean, I've only been doing this flaming show for seven years. Got Sophie on it. Got Charlie. Man the next boy. thing I know is Sophie's on the Chelsea fans channel. Charlie's on the Chelsea. <laughs> channel. Are Sorry. you trying to tell me something, Rory? You know, I know I'm getting old. Don't worry, I retire, and then you can have it all. all right? <laughs> Sorry, mate. Sorry. Right. I know. I still love you, Charlie. Don't Thanks, worry mate. about it. Yeah, I'm here as well. Actually, and I haven't got to you yet. Um, actually, <laughs> before I do get to Dr. Mart, who's obviously feeling a bit needy tonight, um, I, sh I should add that I actually do really love the Chelsea fans channel. I love your, your pieces that you do, Rory, Thank on you. there. <coughs> I love Rory's pieces, but of course, I reserve all of my love and fondness for Sophie's bits on a Saturday. Thank you. Well, Saturdays, Tuesdays, Is that, you do them all, do you? Do you, yeah, do, do, you every, do every game? Every single no one way. of them. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, well, we haven't, me. We've not got away games yet. We haven't seen you, have I? I but, I need, but you should definitely come on. Really? I need some. I need some good. We get the funny ones. That's I'm great. only going to come on and do a fan cam with you if I get star billing. I, I want to have. I want the respect that I deserve and have earned. You star know. billing. I don't want any of this. Here's some random Chelsea nut who's going to talk to. No, I'll say this is. I'll say this is the Chelsea. The Chelsea fan cast oh. I want a bit of that. And, and I'll be like, he knows his. Shizzle. Onions. Shizzle. I like that. I don't like shizzle. I don't, sorry, I don't I even know why I said that's vile. I know my shizzle now. Uh, <laughs> onions. He knows his onions. Down with a youth because I know my shizzle. Should we talk more football, Safe? Let's talk more football. All right. Okay. So I'm still here. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, we've got, we've got Dr. Marr. Dr. Marr, also known as Felix McGaff, also known as Penfold. <laughs> Better? Um, yeah. Okay. But I have to confess that I've never heard of the Chelsea fan <gasps> channel. Martin, you get drummed out of here. Martin, for not I'm going to. Uh, hello. You should, you should interview smart. You like, someone you like send, me a, send me a link or something. Yeah. I'll send right, you a Okay, basically, it's, it's oh. the show I present. They're about smart. They're about a thousand times more popular than we are. Oh, right. Good. Okay. Well, it's different It's different content, isn't it? We do fan stuff. You don't need to make excuses, so I know where I stand. I love the show. I know where I stand. It's down to leadership. I've got no fans. It's down to leadership and team selection. Okay, smart. I think I know what you're saying. <laughs> you're fired. Um, anyway, we've also got the lovely Dan uh, Silva and my mate from Brazil, the boy from Brazil. We've got Felipe in the house wearing, so, his, wearing his Chelsea fan cast T-shirt. Yeah, he that. does. Yeah, and Felipe, may I also say I love your beard? Oh, thank you. <laughs> Hang on a minute. I you don't like my beard, but yeah, you like, like his beard. Yours is multicolored. <laughs> well, that's because I'm old and I've got wisdom grey hairs. That's a little bit different. Oh, hold on a minute. His is multicolored. Yeah, but you've got some more of a. Hmm. A Chewbacca touch. Chewbacca, <laughs> like yeah. it. Yeah. He looks like a Wookiee, and I don't. Oh, I'm a Wookiee, my arm. Are you going to come to Wembley if we win? Mm, no, I will be. I will be back in Brazil. But you'll be watching. Oh, no. yeah. Yeah, can I can ask somebody watching on our monitor? The celery on, on Philippe's t-shirt looks brown. Um, 
It's actually when green. I look at the T-shirt, it's actually green. <laughs> but is that just our monitor, or is it coming across it's like that on the that, TV? That monitor's a out bit ropey. TV that, monitor. that monitor's a bit ropey, mate. Mm. Anyway, um, we are going to talk about football because we've wasted at least four minutes talking about us and nonsense. And well, actually, no, we have a Chelsea salary. fans channel. It's not us and nonsense. I mean, it is in all serious. I, very, I do love it. I love Rory. I love Sofa. I love Charlie on it. It's great. Um, and you should check it out, obviously. Uh, now, what I really want to talk about... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, chaps. A bit of a moan, really. Um, one of the things that's really grated with me and a lot of the Chelsea supporters this week are, is very much around Jose Mourinho's comments again uh, that he came out with uh, about the support. Uh, I've written an article today, uh, my weekly International Business Times UK Sport article, goes in a bit to the Bradford game but also talks about this too. Um, the whole talent of this part for me is really what is Jose Mourinho up to? But before we get to that, uh, I'll just remind you of some of the comments that he's made this week. If you remember, before the Liverpool game last Tuesday, he kicked off about not singing the Gerrard song. Now, most of the people that I go to the games with couldn't agree more. We actually can't stand everybody singing the Steve Gerrard song, but only when it's not involving Liverpool. If it's involving Liverpool, it's your duty, it's your right, it is your responsibility as a Chelsea supporter to wind those horrible Mickey Mouses up and sing it every minute. So, Jose, you're wrong. You can't yeah. come out and say that. Now, I said that on last sh last week's show, so I'm not going to go into that again, but we know it's wrong. Um, <clears throat> he also uh, basically gave Gerard. Uh, he gave us a hard time for saying we should respect Gerard. No, we shouldn't. Gerard is the enemy. He plays for the enemy team. He is not a Chelsea player. He does not wear blue. He deserves none of my respect, and he's not getting it. And that, that would be right. unChelsea not to do that. The other things, he applauded the Liverpool fans after the close. game. He, he walks off and he gave all of that to mm -hmm. the cop. And then if he couldn't get any worse, he then comes out with, uh, basically, apparently, if we can give 25% of the emotion, and I think by that he means the passion and noise that the Anfield crowd gives to Liverpool, then we will be doing a good job tomorrow night. Um, well, forgive me if I'm wrong, Jose, but uh, I, OK, I wasn't there, but I did hear it on the TV, and basically Chelsea supporters were brilliant that night. They outsung uh, Liverpool for all, but I'd say the first 10 minutes of the game, and then after Liverpool equalised, they, they woke up and they sang a bit, but all the bit in between, it was all Chelsea. Mm. He also said that there were only 1,000 Chelsea fans in the away end. There were 4,000. It's a Carling Cup match. You get a big hour allocation. We have 4,000 there. He also said that between five and 10,000 Liverpool supporters are going to be at the bridge tomorrow. No, they won't, because they get the same allocation as we do. So that's 4,000. So basically, he's coming out with a lot of guff that is factually inaccurate. And frankly, from a man as intelligent as Jose Mourinho, I expect, nay, demand a lot more. Uh, it's just not good enough. Get your facts right. I'm confused at why he's making these comments. I mean, we need applauding the, the, out of all of that, applauding the, the Liverpool fans. That's something that you cannot do. I don't, mm. I don't, I don't really care what. Well, you what do we, if you're a sportsman, but I'm no. sorry, we're not sports people. We're supporters, and well, it's, you well, know. But I thought the Chelsea fans were pretty now at Anfield. Yeah, yeah. they were brilliant. They were so, brilliant, uh, yeah, mate. You, I mean, Charlie was there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You lot were fat. I mean, it was. I noticed it massively. I mean, yeah, a, a lot of non-Chelsea supporters did. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't. It wasn't the you know loudest away end I've ever been in, but. To, to come out with those comments, you know, and you say he applauded Liverpool fans, but he didn't come over to the Chelsea fans, so, I mean, that's, that's kind of a double whammy, really. Mm. Frankly, I think the comments are, are disgraceful. Um, you know, whether there's some mind games at work or, or not, I, you know, I, I think it's very poor when people have paid, you know, taken days off work, mm. stood there in the cold and whatever, whatever you know, I, I and a lot of other people didn't go back to London till 3 a.m. There's lots of people who got back after me, you know, 
pe people spend their time and money, and to you know to to say there was only one thousand people there is is disgraceful, and I'm glad he's not my accountant. Um, <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I, I I think it's very very poor. You know, and in, in, in those and in, in those quotes that you know there was there was no mention of Chelsea fans. I, we we took decent numbers up there, and it was it was a decent atmosphere. And w when I got into work, really not very long after I got the you know got off the train at Euston, you know, ev ev you know, like I said, ev everyone was saying that y you could you could hear Chelsea fans on the yeah, on the telly for for yeah. most of the game. Well, and and fr frankly, Am Anfield, you know, as as it always is, you know, unless it's a really really big night. Yeah, you know, but for it's a myth. bread and butter game. Where's your famous atmosphere? Yeah, no, it, my it, experience it, of my many trips to Anfield are uh, they sing they sing the old Jerry and the Pacemakers song at the beginning, the show tune, and the, and the, and they and they um, sing when they score. Mm. The rest of the time they don't yeah. make a sound. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, the only thing is, like like most big yeah. clubs' home grounds, mm -hmm. Stamford Bridge. Unfortunately, you could say the same. You know, but you can, the only sure, thing yeah. about them is that when they do sing, they coordinate yeah, so all the three sounds sing together, and it is loud. It is. Yeah. But they weren't like that. I mean, we out, well, I'd say overall we out, we outsung yeah. them, Dan. Would you agree? I was going to ask Charlie how many Gerard songs were sung during the match because Dan Levine tweeted, um, Stephen Gerrard, we lost, lost you the league. Collectively yeah. take a breath. I don't know whether he was kind of like, no, I'm saying don't Dan say it, but in respect, all Chelsea fans were singing Gerrard songs, almost like a reverse well, yeah, psychology. Yeah, but it's, it's, who cares? I actually like that Gerrard song more now mm. after Mourinho well, said in a way, that. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's, it's not a, you know, stick to coaching the team, stick to why. Yeah. Stick to why you oh, got outplayed yeah. by Brendan Rodgers side in the second that. half. You say that, but what is he up to? I don't, I don't know, know what he's up to. to. It's not like Jose Mourinho. It's not. You know, Mourinho's been in charge for some incredible nights, home and away. Mm. You know, the Barcelona 4-2 yeah. game, just off the top of my head. Um, I, I, I don't but really he was here I, last no, year, yeah, I, I so he would remember the PSG. The PSG game was, was amazing. Huge. The you know, Game Madrid game was pretty huge. Yeah. I mean, the PSG game particularly, yeah, I thought, was, 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 was rocking. The Denver basketball, the place just yeah. went off. I nearly got uh, chucked out that night. <laughs> Did you? Unlike, <laughs> I, mean, I was Liverpool a bit battered away. before. Liverpool away, he shared his passion, you know, the, yeah, the, 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 yeah. Exactly, the, the famous slip game last <coughs> season, he come charging down yeah, the thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think... Something's I, going I, on I, that I we just, don't know about. I just think, well, I mean, do you think it's poor and, you know, if, even if he is trying to create a, you know, create a reaction from the players or whatever, do not take it out on people that have taken no, time I, off I work, agree with you. spent money, gone up to the other end of the country on a Tuesday night. It's, it's ridiculous. Do you think he's trying to motivate the support? I mean, we were talking about this before before yeah. we went on air, and, yeah. and we thought maybe it's his attempt to kind it's of wind us all up. Well, I agree. It is a strange way of doing well, it, and I think. To have a way, the, the away support, the go at the away supporters is out of order. But I think I said this earlier on is that, you know, the article I wrote today goes into this in more detail, but, you know, Jose's kind of, you know, the thing about Jose is he's absolutely all about the team. Everything that he does yeah. is for the, the good of the team, yeah. the, the team. Now, we, you know, the team for me is the, is the players, the manager, and mm. the supporters. That the, yeah, is the, the team. Club, yeah. It's the club. The club is the infrastructure yeah, around that. The yeah. team is the... Because we are the people that work to get the results. The manager to, to determine the taxi and everything else, choose the players, the players to perform the pitch, and us to give them mm. the support that gives them a little bit of an edge. So why... He, you never hear him. You never hear him coat the team off. He will do anything he can in a post-match uh, press conference to deflect, to you know, to avoid the team being attacked in any way. So, are, are you saying that we're not part of the team, Jose? Is that what you're well, saying? No. He, he should he should find a way of doing that which doesn't alienate people that have travelled 
all across the country. I think, you know, to, to put this as some, to say this is some sort of master plan to get a big support Anfield, you know, it's giving him too much credit. And similarly, like we said, it doesn't with his performance, you know, I think that was giving him too much credit to say that was part of some Well, I mean, from. number one is his facts were wrong. Yeah, I mean, so that, and also, um, it doesn't necessarily work. And two, three, you know, it's, a, it's attacking the very people you know, that you shouldn't be attacking. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Chelsea, well, maybe, you know, che mm. I've been, Chelsea supporters were there before Mourinho. They're going to be there after Mourinho. Mm. Chelsea exists whether Mourinho's there or not, as we've seen. You know, Mourinho is not the embodiment of Chelsea mm. Football Club. He, he is an incumbent that does fantastically well and wouldn't want anyone else there. To have a go at people that are meant to be the lifeblood of, of the club. Oh, the whether oh they're yeah. meant to be. Yeah. They whether, are. Whether, whether he's there or not, before him, since, yeah. since him, in the interim when he wasn't here, you know, it's it's completely out of order. Dan, you were tramping at the I bit. Just say maybe it's a very simplistic view, maybe completely off-centre, but is he trying to make us angry, and, and angry like we are now, we're talking about it, and we're going to think, you know what, we are passionate, let's prove Jose wrong. Because, as you say, he deflects from the team, he'll never criticise a player openly, all behind closed doors, so maybe he's thinking, you know what, let me get these fans right up, let me get them really angry, let me get them passion, let me get them singing. Well, it's, not, it's not our it's job not to prove him wrong. But it's no, not no, no, but it's, no, no. It's, it's making me feel, I know what you're saying, mm. but it's making me, well, no, it's making me angry, but not in a way that I'm going to want to sing. If he was to come out and apologise, mm. I reckon the whole of the bridge would be up, up and I, I, I think it's, he not, should. it's not working. <clears throat> he, he said this on Tuesday or Wednesday, mm. didn't he? Mm. Support on Saturday was a bit. Well, it was flat. Yeah. It was flat. It was Bradford. Yeah. Everyone expects yeah. to be turned yeah, up. You see, with the thing is, look, look, look. You see, the thing is, that what he fail, fails to understand is exactly the same criticism that we levelled at him when he did it after QPR. Mm. You know, it's, it's 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 not just a case of winding us up so we make a bit more noise. There are fundamental, um, you know, structural reasons, substantive reasons why the atmosphere and the support at Stamford Bridge is absolute mm. pants. And mm. they and there are we all know what they are. It's ticket pricing. It's the Gentrification of football, it's the overbearing steward and, and, and threatening with bans, all of these Tumps. things. That is how you address the atmosphere, not by Jose coating the fans off. And he's got, I mean, I applauded him after QPR for, for at least allowing us to have it on the agenda so that we could go back to the club and say, Oi, if he thinks it's bad too, we need to do something about it. But do you know what the, do you know what the real legacy of that first rant that Jose had was? We now have to put up with every blooming away uh, fans coming to Sandwich going, Mourinho's right, your fans are shite, you know, every yeah. blooming game. Thank yeah. you, Jose. That's the legacy of that. Yeah, mm. yeah totally. And, and, I mean, Stamford Bridge, I wouldn't say for, for, your, for your bread and butter sort of West Brom games or Bradford in the Cup, I wouldn't say it's any worse than any other big club. Mm. It's a Premier League-wide problem. Somebody, I think um, Rory Smith in, in his ESPN article, or his this, Times yeah. one, I mean, he, he also made the point, maybe it's because, I mean, things are, from what I, under, uh, from what I understand, actually pretty harmonious inside the club at the moment. Yep. You know, on the whole, we're doing pretty well on the field. We're getting the transfers right. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I would say that the management structure in terms of the club, not, not Mourinho, are probably better than they have been for a long while. Mm -hmm. Marina, mm -hmm. uh, Granovskaya is clearly a smart cookie. Mm -hmm. You know, Bruce is a, is a laid-back, decent chap, and Ron's, you know, no longer there. So, you know, things are pretty stable, basically. And he doesn't like that. He likes disharmony. He likes somebody to fight against. And maybe... It, 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 he's trying to fight with somebody he thinks he can get away with because he thinks that we unconditionally yeah. love him. Well, yeah. Here's the question, Charlie. Um, how how is this going to affect uh, his relationship with the supporters if he keeps doing this? Uh, what do you think is going to happen? It'll it'll be it'll be negative. I mean, I, you know, there's no doubt about it. I, I think less of him since the comments. Certainly, I, you know, I, I, I'm not one of these. Like I said, you know, he he is not 
the embodiment of Chelsea Football Club. He, he is not infallible. He made bad decisions on Saturday. Yes, He's made bad decisions before. He said yes. silly things before. You know, that said, you know, I absolutely love him. I, I don't want any other manager. No, nor do I. I think yeah. he's the perfect manager for, for our club. I wanted him back ever since he left, really. And I, but, you know, it, whatever his, you know, whatever reasons anyone's trying to make of it, whether he's trying to create mm. a bit of chaos, whatever, it, there's just no excuse. Maybe, he, maybe he's unhappy with some parts of the performance and he's changing Deflecting the Deflecting again. Yeah, yeah. There's, no, there's no excuse. Here's People the thing. The money. If you're going to cope the fact, it's, it's, a bit of, it's, it's a very, this is the thing, it's a very risky thing to do. I mean, everybody knows at a football club that you don't pick on the fans. Yeah. You don't, for so many reasons. We've been into many of them yeah. in, in this part. But, I mean, if he's really got, you know, I mean, there are so many things I agree with him about the support, you know, yeah. particularly at home. It's absolutely pants, and I hate it, and we all know the reasons why. But if he's got a real beef with it, um, like you do with your players, you don't, yeah. you don't coat the players off publicly and run to the press and, and coat yeah. them off. You do it in the dressing room. You do it mano a mano. You, you give them the courtesy of doing it in private. Well, you could do that with the supporters. You know, there are plenty you of can't support- do one to one No, with he all can. Of he can. There are plenty of websites, podcasts, oh, yeah. fanzines, supporters' organisations. There's a supporters' trust. If you, he could, if he could come on the benches, you know. He, <laughs> well, that's public. That's my point. You know, he could he could talk to any one of them or all of them over an evening, and he could sit there and he could say, "I am not happy because of this. What is the real situation? How can we address it together?" And you keep it private. You don't have to go public about it. No, no. Oh, say knows that. It was poor. Uh, only Jose knows what's going on in his yeah. head, and, and we're we, guessing, oh, we don't know. Do we accept that we've got a Maverick manager, and for all the absolute brilliance he has, he's got these oddball moments, we accept it. We've got Jose, mm -hmm. so with mm -hmm. that we have to accept these yeah. stupid misplaced comments, misguided criticisms, whatever they might be, because we've got Jose, and that is yeah. the bigger picture of Mourinho. He's done it all, he's done it at Madrid, yeah. he's done yeah. it at yeah. Milan. Yeah, totally. yeah. We accept it because it's totally. Jose. And yeah. I, well, know. I mean, and I, and I do. I mean, I, I share a lot of people's anger and a lot, I share a lot of people's frustrations, not least because of what Charlie was saying. You know, people spend a lot, an awful lot of money to follow the team. Uh, they get an awful lot of abuse from the home fans when they go anywhere, which is part of football. Uh, they spend an awful lot of their money doing it. And, 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 you know, that deserves a bit of respect from somebody who I suspect has never drunk six pints before a game and then gone onto the terraces, screamed his lungs out, got abuse, and then had to, you know, get home at four o'clock in the morning, have two hours sleep before he goes to work the next day. Having said all of that, what I would love to say, and I echo what Charlie and everybody else on here has said tonight, I, I, I desperately want Jose Mourinho to stay at this club for 10, 15, 20 years. I want him to build a legacy like Ferguson did at United. He is undoubtedly the best manager in the world. Here, here. And he will yeah. win us trophies. And I want him to stay. I don't want him to, to have a paddy and throw his toys out of the pram and go because of something silly like this. But the last thing I want to say, which we should all say, is happy birthday to Jose Mourinho. Oh, yeah. yes. After three, one, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Jose. Happy birthday to you. See, yeah, well, exactly. We do. You weren't expecting that, were you? Well, I'm hoping, do you know what I mean? I'm hoping what? that he takes Saturday's match as a big wake-up call to change the attitude of ev just everything, players, him, club, whatever, and we come out and it's a completely yeah. different Chelsea team. We, we do love him, really. I, I don't want, you know, to stop coating the fans off, Jose. It's come really on. silly. Yeah. You know, you're 52 now. You're 52. Come on, you're a big man. I know you're in good shape, but for me, it's a full-time job. Anyway, <laughs> enough of that. Uh, after the break, it's going to be all about Sophie Rose. Oh, goodness Aren't gracious you lot me, excited? Yes. And my dream. We'll see you in a minute. <laughs> Real fans, real opinions. 
Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Up the Chelsea! Footballfancast.com Hi Samalai, welcome back. This is the Chelsea Football Fancast and I am Stamford Chidge. The right honourable Stamford Chidge to you lot. And to my left is the lovely, you're not right, beautitious, charming, far more intelligent and sensible than everybody else on this show, Sophie Rose. Hello everyone. It's now that time of the evening where you get to hear me speak. Yeah, but so not much. yet. You've got to wait. I've got my introduction to do first. I know, he's got first. something to say. Uh, we've got lovely Charlie Skillern from the Hello. Mail. The man knows his onions, or his shizzle, as uh, Sophie might say. <laughs> but he, he's a football, a football, uh, a football onions, genius. Onions. He knows his football onions. I've got my, my, the Werther's original of the Chelsea fancast, my partner in crime, my old mucker, Dr. Mart. Who knows mm. nothing. Who looks like Felix Magath tonight, <laughs> but uh, we've forgiven him already. And we've got the boys from Brazil. We've got Felipe Wait. Maia and my, my, my mate at the games. He, he basically <laughs> gets me tickets when I don't deserve to go, and I love him for it. I'm going with him tomorrow, Dan Silver. So there you go. We've got a good crowd in tonight. I've really enjoyed the show. Now, as you all know, uh, at this point of the <coughs> evening, we would normally... Oh, we haven't got Jonathan Kidd with us, by the way. We haven't got uh, Jonathan. noticed that. Yeah, yeah, he's got a couple of weeks off because <coughs> Jonathan, uh, shock horror probe news, breaking news, Jonathan will be presenting the show, uh, not next not next Monday, but uh, for the four shows after that, as I am off for a little sabbatical. But I shall remind you of the great uh, joyous news about that later on. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Jonathan will be standing in my place. Is that like Sabutio? It is a bit, but without mm. the football. Um, anyway... As you probably know, at this point of the evening, Jonathan would normally read out Chelsea Chatter's stats. Now, I had a message, I got a text from Chelsea Chatter this morning, and it said, Hello, mate. No stats today, as they were too depressing. Enjoy the show. Love, Chad. So they went the same way as the fans, thank really. You, so there we go. Uh, thank you, Chad. Uh, I think, actually, we'd all, we all agree. Yeah. yeah. We, didn't have, we didn't need our noses rubbing in it at all, did no. we? So if that's... Well, we could have done without the player racing well. we could. Well, we could. <laughs> well, I know, but I kind of felt the need to put a still up there and do it. Anyway, <laughs> so instead of all of that, we get more of Sophie, which I'm sure you'll all approve and appreciate. Now, uh, it's time, therefore, for a bit of Chelsea... It's time for a bit of Chelsea news, uh, also known as Sophie's Choice, coming up after this sting, Sophie. Back, sorry, I, I, got, I got bongoed I out there. I bongoed out a bit. Yes, right, anyway, so, uh, off you go, Sophie. So I'll start. I'll, we'll get to my dream in a little bit. I've got your dream. I we do, I but I'll just start off by mentioning about the Chelsea Supporters Trust. Um, it's five pounds to become a member, um, but it's free for non-voting members. So you get to take part in all sorts of stuff, um, surveys, Don't worry. about Read loyalty, ticketing, ticketing. And you can sign up at ChelseaSupportersTrust.com. Uh, you can attend meetings, you can come to events uh, and vote on the issues that directly affect you and make your voice heard. Uh, the newsletter is out this week. Um, so you can come say hello to one of the CST reps on the CFC UK that's store, which is opposite Fulham Board. That's true. They, we, we, there's, always, there's always a member of the Chelsea Supporters Trust board at the CFC UK store opposite Fulham Broadway at every home match. Last week it was the chairman. Chairman Mao himself, Tim Rolls. So there you go. Yeah. 
Exactly. He's on good form no, too. <laughs> Known as sausage to his mates, that's right. Yeah. So like I said, the uh, CFC UK fanzine um, is opposite. Hurry up! Yeah, the stall is opposite uh, Fulham Broadway Tube Station, so go and get that. You, you like that link there? Tomorrow. You like that link? It was a bit clever, a bit yes, script, yes, it was. There, I, I did. I found myself repeating myself, but yes. No, no, no it's a link. <laughs> it's a segue. Um, yeah, but if you're not there at the game tomorrow or Saturday, then you can get it digitally um, at cfcuknet.net, or you can get it at colonialdistribution.com. If you um, live in Canada. Yes, if you yeah. live in Canada or the or USA. States, yeah. So, yes, there we Let's go. go. Colonial, so before colonial, we go... Colonial, hang on, there you go. Colonial oh, distribution. Can I do it? Colonialdistribution.com. And so was it cfcuk.net? cfcuk.net. All right. Digitally. That's it. Plugs over then, yeah? <laughs> yes, No it more is. plugs. You'll be happy no to No more plugs. So, no plugs. just before we go into the emails then, my lovely emails this week, uh, for those who guessed about my dream, somebody tweeted. your dream first, are we? Yes. Oh, uh, okay. he, somebody tweeted He's me in. Guessed your dream. Some, no, they haven't guessed it, but somebody tweeted me in saying, and this is from. Where is it gone? Let's have a look here. It's all right. Yeah, uh, Joshua Bannister. Uh, he says, married to Oscar. Hashtag Sophie's Ooh. dream. However, I wasn't married to him. I'll tell you now. Um, I was sleeping and I woke up and. Um, Ashley Cole came to visit me, but then all of a sudden, <laughs> but then all of a sudden, Oscar comes in. I don't know where Ashley went Is after Ashley that. Is Ashley still there? No, I, Ashley left. Um, and then Oscar came in and um, kissed me. This has nothing to do with Gary Monk or anything like that, does no. it? No! <laughs> Did Oscar have his wife and kids with him? No. He had a sister. Did Oscar say, I would, Sophie, but not unless my sister's here? No, for some reason, he was no? angry at me at first, and then we made up. But, um, yeah, and then I realised that it was just a dream, and I was really upset. And did you all live happily ever after? Well, I don't know, because I woke up mid-dream. Mid, mid Probably not. Do you know what? I haven't, I haven't done that on my course yet, but I do get to, to, to do the analysis of dreams. So yes. if you can remember that dream, when I've studied that bit of it, I'm going to come back and I'm going to tell you what that dream means. Is it going to happen? So when you get good at that, do you get a Technicolor dream coat? I don't know, mate. <laughs> Maybe I, sh I should, shouldn't I? That'd be great, actually. It's all right. I, I love them both. Okay. Either, either one is fine. All right. Well, there we go. Uh, for anybody who got that right, let me know that you got it right, and I'll send you uh, a Chelsea Fancast T-shirt. I'll be there quite disturbed if they got that right. Anyway, okay, so email number one. Hello, everyone. Yaron from Israel again. We heard from the other week, didn't we? Yep. Last last uh, month, I came to Hello. follow the Chelsea Overland and see at the Christmas period. It was funny to receive messages from friends during the West Ham game telling me they just saw me on TV. The game against Southampton was the first draw that me and my friend have ever been to. During the match against Spurs, we enjoyed from a great atmosphere and high-tempo game. Such a shame we didn't enjoy the result as much. To be honest, mm. to be honest, the Bradford game was much worse than the Spurs game. The players got the chance to impress, did anything but that. We have no time to look back. Our next two matches are so crucial that the guys have to bounce back. And I completely agree, Yari. As you can see, Chelsea is a huge part of my life, too, too big, according to some of my family and friends. Well, they can't understand my passion, and it's hard to explain it with words. I'm just, it, I just love Chelsea so much. I'm a Chelsea fan since 2007. Didier Jogba is the reason. Um, he is still my favourite player. I would like to thank all of you again for your great podcast and also thanks for reading my email. Nice. I can't wait for my next Christmas, um, my next Chelsea game. I hope it will be Berlin in June. Ooh, Sorry about nice. my English, which your English is fine. Is up the Chelsea. Up the Chelsea. Thank you, Yaren. Great to hear from Yaren again. It's lovely, isn't it? And I let you know, it's I, true. We do have to bounce back. We do, and I love to hear. I have, you know, I love to hear passion like that from somebody mm. who's a relatively new supporter. And who, who is just so excited about being over here and seeing some guys. One thing I would say, Yaren, right, the half and half scarf, right? I know, I know it's a nice souvenir, but no, no, no. no. The thing no, you can do, if you buy two of them, scarf. if you buy two of them, 
You can cut them both in half and sew both Chelsea yeah. bits together, and then you've got a proper Lose scarf. the West Ham Chelsea oh, half and half. Sorry, Yaren, but yes. I mean, I'm doing, it, I'm doing it for your own good, mate. I say it with love, all right? So, okay. should we go on to the next one? We shall. Okay. Hi, everyone. Keep up the good work with the show. It usually brightens up my Tuesdays this the at the one office. Where I get coated off by somebody. Well, let's have a look, shall we? Mainly because Chelsea keep on winning and we all, all love talking about a Chelsea victory. <laughs> Except on Saturday afternoon in the FA Cup fourth round, we were receiving the end of a huge cup set. I agree. A cup set. I, had the, I like yeah, what you've done set. there. I like that. Very cup set, cup set. After my job. I had the pleasure of attending that game, witnessing the collapse firsthand. While I think some performances from our player could have been better and the nine changes made by Marino were perhaps unnecessary, I think ultimately part of the blame should be placed on ourselves as supporters. Bradford were given, as, it, as, it, as is customary for the competition, the whole of the shed end and, du and duly filled it out with very thick... Vociferous. Vociferous. Loud. I've never even heard that, but Loud. great. Supporters. Oh, you used it earlier in the show, you did. I believe they played a massive part in the team's turnaround with their constant chanting and encouragement, and I think that their players' reaction showed that. Sometimes it's hard to chant and sing when your team is getting beat. I'll admit I was in shock when they equalised and they went, when they went ahead. I could barely speak, and all I could do was look on in stunned silence, head in my hands. But after a moment or two, you gear yourself up again and get behind the team. On Saturday, I remember two occasions where our supporters really tried to get behind the team. When we were 2-3-0 two, two to three nil down... Two, three down. Two, three down, sorry. And when seven minutes of injury time was announced, the subsequent chanting lasted maybe about 20 seconds and then mm. died down, mm. and the bridge went back to a stunned semi-silence. Rubbish, wasn't it? Mm. I'm just wondering how you gear yourself up. You put, put a gear on with, you. With the hooligan couture, <laughs> like my flat up. cap. <laughs> the, this, this made me think. Imagine the Matthew Harding stand made the same amount of noise at every home game as the visitors did on Saturday. We would be invincible. The noise erupting from the shed at the awarding of a corner sounded the same as the Chelsea fans celebrating our second goal. I understand that for Bradford fans, an away FA Cup tie at our home of the league leaders is a big occasion for them, mm. but I think they consider their Yorkshire derbies more important. Regardless of that, their fans approached the game like a final, and I must say I was very impressed, and it was a pleasure to witness. Mm. The point I'm trying to make here is that criticisms aimed at our fans by Mourinho are justified and the atmosphere mm. is beginning to have an immediate effect on the managers. This, to matches. me, is worrying. I said matches, didn't I? Matches. Oh. This, to me, is worrying. Yes. What is also worrying is the lack of immediate solution with safe standing seemingly disliked by those with the power to implement it. And cheaper tickets are also an unrealistic prospect. I would love to hear all of your thoughts on this. Mm. Regards, uh, Tim... Ready Golo. Ready Golo. <laughs> That's Redigolo. a good name. Great uh, name. Ready Golo. What a brilliant email, so. Yeah, it's a brilliant email. I mean, I. Uh, what do you think? Mm, I mean, ticket prices aren't going to go down. We can just forget that. Well, they might do. Sixty thousand seat stadium. Yeah, and if we had safe standing. Are they going to build on it? We ain't moving. Well, that's the idea, isn't it? Well, no. That's what no we're thanks. looking into at the moment. They're looking into redeveloping it, and if it's yeah. feasible, and if it you, will be you know, feasible. if you redesign the stadium, there is no reason why you shouldn't put in a safe standing area because yeah. we're getting very close to the government beginning to think that it's not a stupid idea. Well, and if that happens, then you can probably get away with charging less. The but this is all conjecture. Is, I, I, I did a scheme for how you could increase the entrances into the ground, which I gave to, to Dazza oh, about four years mm. ago. And funnily enough, these are all the things that they're now well, discussing good. with all the players. Right. But nobody you wants said to it on the podcast years ago, did it? Um, I thought he makes some really good points in there about the atmosphere, mm. actually, and, and, and also about Mourinho's comments. It's interesting to have the counter view, really, Charlie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but agree. he took it too far. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I agree with everything Tim said. I just don't agree with Mourinho. The fact of the matter is, is if, if Joseph, what <coughs> I think Joseph doesn't, doesn't realise now is that when you make a comment like that and you keep doing it, mm. other teams in the Premier League now 
they will not yeah. drop it. So no, if you're going to do something like that, that's, that is that is what's going to happen. That's the problem we have with it. It's not 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 that he's you know it's the way he addressed it. I, I also think it. Sorry, Charlie. You're about to say. I, th I think one thing I noticed more than anything. Do you want to put that on camera? Yeah. This is this disgraceful. Is, this is ridiculous. Yeah, so I go, can we go bar, on my single? Can we go on my single? Go on my single. There the, you go. The club refuses to do anything okay. about touting. I've never. You know, obviously, he's, I mean, I've been seeing touts outside Chelsea since I've been going. Yeah. For 20 years since, you, since you've been a tout, Charlie. Since I've been a tout, yeah, yeah, Barney Spurs. Um, Charlie Flashman Skillen, they call you, don't they? Um, oh. Yeah, but you know, seeing, seeing these flyers everywhere, mm. off, offering people money for their Man City tickets, yeah. you know, and it's, it's not, you know, the, the guys outside, of which there were probably twice as many, I think, at the, mm. the Bradford game, they are, you know, 10% of the problem in, you know, big institutions selling these tickets on through places like StubHub and, and whatever. Well, that it's, is it's, the, it's, the, it's the organised and the, and yeah. the corporate. Uh, that's no, yeah. That is 90% of the problem, uh, and things like that are ridiculous. For one reason or another, I, I, I failed to get a ticket for the game tomorrow night. It was my, yeah. my own stupidity, mainly. I was trying to get one someone else. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is, I, I had a look on the various websites that are out there, starting with Viagogo and all the rest of them. And the, the cheapest ticket I could find for that yeah. game was 350 quid. Mm. Yeah, somebody, I met somebody at an exhibition the other day, comes from Scotland, wanted to take his kid to a game. Mm. Um, and he said the last time he came down on something, the cheapest, the cheapest ticket was something like £300. Yeah. And I said to him, that is absolutely ridiculous. Like, I don't know who's charging the tickets. And he, he just thought that was normal. And I said, no, it's not normal. If you want a ticket... Bottom line is, yeah, chat, it's you know what? It's, it's a, you know, we, we've talked about this on programmes before. We should maybe talk about it even in even more depth. Mm. Um, you know, I, obviously, because I'm on the trust board, I, we, you know, I get to talk to the club a lot about this. Mm. It, we, we need a, a two-hour show just on, on that. So we've got to move on because we've got another email. Got but it is a very two. serious issue. And I know that, I know that this is, we, that has gone to the club. They yeah, are aware we took it to them. I mean, the, sorry, just the row. Very quickly. Yeah, the row next to me is all changes every week. Yeah, and I know. it's season ticket seats. It's season ticket seats. I know. I know. It's different people you know, every loyalty week. point merchants. Right, last Here email. This is a good okay, one. Okay, hopefully this is a bit of a better one. We think I get coated off, so <laughs> it can't be a bad email, <laughs> can it? Okay. I'd just like to start by saying I really enjoy your fan cast. Everyone comes up with great points, which is obviously really good, but I'd like you to sum up the points that are being made at the end oh. of every part, well, because your bantering, which is excessive at times, kind, kind of ruins <laughs> the flow a bit. <laughs> Nevertheless, bantering, is, bantering part is fine, as long as it's the right type of banter and not like the last week's type of banter when when you talked about the Swansea there's game. No, there's no point in having Gary Monk about it, mate. Okay, no, hold so on a minute. Mean. I'm absolutely convinced that if you guys started organising and putting more effort into this, that your it's fan hilarious. cast would become it's a hilarious. really huge hit among the Chelsea fans. I'm, I'm staying calm. I'm Try in my hitting Buddhist, up. I'm in my Buddhist moment here. Try hitting up with the Chelsea fans channel as a starter, perhaps. <laughs> You've got great potential. <laughs> well, darling, until I, I, I read I, out I, your I, name, I, that is I'm that's in my, my, zen, I'm my show. Zen, I'm in my zen place here. Hold on a minute, here we go. As for my question, I'd like to discuss this which system Jason Mourinho should go for when it comes to playing or counter-attacking football. The formation has gone. <laughs> <laughs> for in terms of counter-attacking, play is often 4-2-3-1 with Mikel <laughs> Matic in the double pivot role and Fabregas number 10. Should he go for the old 4-3-3 instead though? What do you think? Cheers from Sweden, mates. Johan... Marbinar. Marbinar. Mm. Well, okay, hold on a minute. I think Can he's I trying to coax the reaction out of you. Yeah. I'm just going to say nothing. It's, yeah. you know, you, it's, I'll let you answer for me. It's mind games. It's hard to please, I would say... I'm going to do a Pellegrino Has on he done you. a Marooney? Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I would say, Johan, thank you for your email, um, it's hard to please everyone. So some people will say that there's not enough banter. Other people will say there's too much. Um, I personally had a great time on like last week's show. <laughs> and as I do the Chelsea Fans channel as well, they're two different shows, so you can't really compare the both. And, you know, 
our banter, I didn't think it was too excessive last week. I thought we had a great laugh. Um, and I apologise if there was a bit too much swearing, of course. But there wasn't any swearing. We're not allowed to swear. I know. You know, um, I do apologise for you, but, but, you know, we d I think we discuss some great issues on every single show, and you do need to have a bit of comedy. And uh, exactly. I mean, the whole point of this show... Actually, do you mind if I have a little say something on this? Because Martin's here and he understands this. Number one, we've been going uh, since April 2008, Johan, which I don't know. It's probably before you supported Chelsea, just a guess. Um, but anyway, uh, we've been going since 2008. We are the longest, we are the longest standing uh, kind of Chelsea podcast, call it what you will, going. So we've been going a long time. So I don't think we'll be phoning up the Chelsea fans channel for a bit of help just yet. Uh, number two, it was... You mean asking me? No. Uh, you're on my show, that's all yeah, that matters. Exactly. Uh, you know, the other thing is is that we, we do it because we enjoy it. Um, Martin and I started doing it in a pub, uh, the, the, fact, the podcast that is, before, you know, just so I could throw in a bit of banter there. Um, <laughs> we started doing it in the pub because we like to go to the game and carry on talking about the football, and we thought, well, you know what, why not have a few drinks in a pub, record it, and share it with a few people to see if they like it. It's exactly that. It was, if you it didn't like it, we don't care, because we do it for us. That's how it started. It was exactly the same chat as you'd have with your mates in the pub after the game, only we'd put it out on the internet. Exactly. Now, um, Oscar Karlström, who's uh, quite a big part of the Swedish mm -hmm. supporters club, he knows us well. Go and talk to Oscar about what we're all about. There you it's go. Good bloke, Oscar. But in all honesty, Yo uh, was it Johan? Is it Johan? Johan. Johan, yeah. Jo but it's a silent J. Johan. Okay, Johan. I... I, I, I I, I'm just always grateful and delighted if anybody, you know, chooses to watch. And actually, it's good to hear your comments, which I won't take as criticism. It's good to hear your comments. You know, you're entitled to your opinion, mate. But I'll just give you an idea of what kind of a show we really are. Now, on that point, we have to wrap up because I've got two minutes to get through the usual rubbish at the end. Mm. Uh, and it goes something like this. Make sure you send us in some excellent stories, photos by emailing the show during the week at chelseafancast at gmail.com. And as I said, I love that last one because it's, you know, it's, that's more fun than reading out in a way some stuff he's, you know, stuff people are blowing smoke up your rear end saying how mm. fantastic you are. I actually love all of that, you know, and it's, it's what it's all about. So keep, keep, if you hate the show, write in. If you think that I'm a complete knob, write in. You know, I love to hear it. You've only got so many space in your inbox. I have yeah. ex exactly. Yeah, and, you and if you're not too insulting, join the thousands of others. If you're not too insulting, your email might even get into the show. Exactly. Oh no, I always read the duff ones out. I've always done that, smart. Yeah. I mean, we've had them in the past, and I always yeah. read them out. And there you go. Anyway, uh, that, that's what we've got time for this week. We've really got to go very quickly because I've been yabbering on. We'll be back next Monday to look back at the Capital One semi-final, you know, the game tomorrow, and the massive Premier League game against City on Saturday. Ooh. Now, don't forget. <laughs> Don't forget to follow the show on Twitter, at Chelsea Fancast. Make sure you check out the great blogs on our website, ChelseaFancast.com, where you can find out information on how to listen, watch, uh, and download the show. Don't forget to look out for my weekly articles in uh, the International Business Times. Follow them, IB Times, UK Sport, and, of course, the monthly ones in the CFC UK fanzine. Many thanks to the lovely Sophie, who's been brilliant You're tonight. very welcome, and I won't be here next week, will I? No, but you I will won't. be here the week after, so... And Norwill Charlie, he's I'm away next here. week, yeah, he's back right. the week after. Dr. Mark will probably be here I'm next week. I'm not here next week. He's not here next week. Dan will be here next <laughs> week. Well, Felipe will be here next you week. You told me I'm not I will be here next week. week. <laughs> We've got to go. It's been great. I've really enjoyed it tonight. Uh, good luck for uh, Chelsea versus Liverpool tomorrow. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Until then, keep it blue, keep it carefree, keep it Chelsea.
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.